0: Hello, everyone. Oh, Welcome I, to Reasuring Ricks.
1: I talked over you. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. It's okay.
0: okay. It's been a minute since you've done that. It's okay. It has. Well, I was telling Okay, go. What were you telling me?
1: I was telling you that we were rolling, oh. but you were talking. You were bringing us I in. I was looking at the- You were bringing us in correctly, and I was like, Carl, I don't- Stop, 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 stop. Carl, we, we're, we're live rolling right now. Now. <laughs> And you're like, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm talking. That's what I was doing. Woo. Fucked it up.
0: All right. We got it. Mm-hmm. Just a few film nerds breaking out of the rut, drooling over cinema that's hard and uncut. Stick us in your ear, thrill to this month's picks, and come and listen in, we're Measuring Flicks. Hello everyone, welcome to Measuring Flicks, I'm Carl Hartley. And I'm Max Peterson, and today
1: we are talking about... 1933's The Invisible Man mm-hmm. um, So what do you know about James Whale Cause this is directed by James Whale starring Claude Rains, Gloria Stewart uh, William Harrigan, Henry Travers And one of my favorite Like comedic actors of all time Una O'Connor So are you familiar with James Whale? Nope I'm
0: familiar with this movie Just this one? I think so Unless there's, a, there, you You're know, probably going to pepper you, me with some movies You know some here other there. movies that he's directed right, uh,
1: Most famously he directed Frankenstein Oh shit and Bride of Frankenstein So
0: many things make so much sense now There's a lot of similarity In especially the uh, Like the mobbiness of it And, there's and the a, outdoor shit Is very like Yeah Well, he, di- I,
1: he may have directed another He might have directed Three Musketeers too But I'm not positive mm-hmm. But I know for a fact That James Whale directed um, Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein And he, since he directed The Invisible Man there's a, They made a movie about his life I think it's called uh, It's like Shit, I can't the remember. The Father of Soul? No, it's called like Gods and Monsters or something like that. Oh, cool! It's yeah, got Ian, seen... Ian McKellen plays him, mm-hmm. and Very it's cool. set. There's, is there actually like three really famous actors in it? But uh, I know Ian McKellen plays James Whale, and it's all about like the making of these Universal movies and him at that time. And I'm pretty sure James Whale was
0: also. Um... So it's a docudrama, not a documentary, or?
1: It's not a documentary. Yeah, it's a, it's like a biopic about his life. A biopic. Yeah, so I remember. I remember was, when we were doing that stuff back of that, the back of the day. Yeah, wish they shot themselves. You biopic about him? It's a biopic. 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 I think it's biopic. And then I come in like Carl. It's it's biopic. Is how you pronounce it. All full of myself. <laughs> right. Like I'm an English major, and it, it's pronounced biopic, <laughs> biopic. biopic.
0: <laughs> so the point is. It's people playing the people. Yeah, I right. So, so I've got that written down now because I did not know. I'm like, look this up because holy shit!
1: What what are we looking up? Who, who I'm directed, gonna, later or? on.
0: I'm going to be looking this up to watch that biopic.
1: Yeah, it's it's really cool. He was as I I mean the I don't know if it's I don't know if it's ever been a hundred percent established like for certain, but the in the movie it's fairly fairly explicit that he was like homosexual in mm-hmm. Hollywood at that time. And if you watch Bride of Frankenstein, there's a character in there who's fairly clearly gay. And I, of all of the Universal directors, not, not the Universal directors, but the directors of the Universal Monster movies, yes. James Wales' movies, I think, are the ones that have the most, to me, distinctly,
0: like, you, he sets the tone for, yeah. like, Universal Monsters. I mean, That's why this felt familiar. Like, I, have, I don't think I've ever, before yesterday, I've never watched The Invisible Man. Somehow it missed right? Yeah, this this was my first watch of it as well, was this morning. And I kept thinking, wow, this is a lot like Frankenstein. It Like, not just in the, well, the story is kind of similar to in the way it ends. I, I mean, think, it's a lynch mob, but
1: Have you ever seen The Bride of Frankenstein? I have not. This movie to me is like sister film of okay. The Bride of Frankenstein. But
0: there's enough similarity in the filmmaking style where my brain kept going, why is this reminding me of Frankenstein? Yeah. When the, there was nothing happening that was we need to have like a remote village somewhere in in Europe mm. <laughs> and like oh that's a little frankensteiny <laughs> but like <clears throat> but yeah there's something about just something about the flavor of the of this movie that reminded me of
1: he has like, a ooh. really distinct visual style i think yeah. um, for me this A lot of people hit on the fact that the invisible man is the only of the universal monster film uh, monster movies that have that has like humor peppered in they're like it's funny it's got like goofy slapstick bits there's jokes he
0: goes he flips his two-faced coin from stooges to nightmarish well like back and forth he has the highest death toll of any of the universal monsters yeah he's throwing trains by a wide
1: margin. do you know how many people he kills in this movie is there a count? Yeah. Oh, what is someone it? Someone did the in math the, in the they, hundreds. They talk. Yeah, it's over, well over 100. Yeah. But they talk. Well, ta- the
0: train has got to be.
1: It's 122. Wow. So the Invisible Man, even though he is like a goofy, kind of slapstick character, he kills 122 people in
0: that. Oh, we'll talk about it. But the, uh, you can see like the genesis of of the Joker and someone taking. The, the laugh. The, the laugh and the way he toys with when he kills his. his Former best friend towards the end. That's mm-hmm. a very jokery kind of way that he goes about, and his back and forth. I mean, with his, his laugh, victims. Dude. His laugh is Hit, all fucking jokery. It's man. not
1: like well, he. It's it's, it's that like <laughs> it's yeah. that like high cackling. Yeah. Like he. Oh, have you ever read? Have you ever read the book?
0: That is my next thing. So, H.G. Wells. Yeah, I know. No, I've read the Time Machine. I haven't read the Invisible
1: Man. Um, I have a, I have some fun. Tra- I have a lot of um little. Trivia bits about. That's what I love about
0: these, especially these movies that are like 1930s, 1940s, because I gotta tell you, Max, I still every time I I saw any bit of invisibility shit happening in this, my 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 jaw is on the floor, just in awe. I
1: can't believe how good the effects effects are for 33, 1933. I want to say
0: they hold up. They They look, but they do. Like someone who, oh, they don't hold up, but look, you can tell that it's he's not on the screen at the same time as the background. You're like, fuck you. Like you make that. There's like happen. one
1: and then also you gotta remember in thirty three, that means there's no there is no CGI. There's
0: a there's not a computer.
1: No. There's no computers yet. Right. So like the, everything's on the film. bicycle, the bank the bank drawer. Yep. Um they managed to somehow do doing it practically, hogtie a man, pick him up in the air, and put him inside a car. Yep. As though the Invisible is picking, picking, picking him up. Him up. It's but insane. But when he gets lifted, you're like, oh, it's it's wires. They've got him on some kind of wires. And then he goes into the car and your brain goes, kaboom.
0: Yep. It's just like watching a great stage illusion. If you think about it for like a couple
1: extra seconds, you can kind of like, okay, they lifted him up, but he has another cable that's like run through the car, and then they just maintain tension on those. The illusion is there and it works. It is, yeah. It's
0: fucking brilliant. So
1: the the people working the vertical Mm -hmm. wires have to make sure that when those wires hit the rim of the car, it doesn't pull them up into the ceiling, so they're giving them slack. One of my. uh, I
0: wish. I just want to pull back on some of the. and see. All the rigging and everything that's set up and the like how they got all of that. Now you, I would know how they did it Because we have all this technology and wire and rigging and shit That is such a, like an intense right. part of filmmaking Now they would do a
1: CG and it would look horrible
0: And It would it'd be one big green screen And he'd be wearing a green gecko suit And yeah. shit and he'd have dots all over do him Do you know and, how they did it? And Andy Circus would be playing him <laughs> and <they would> be <laughs> Andy Circus. oh I'd watch that I'd watch Andy Circus as the
1: Invisible Man Fucking no kidding, yeah, I'd watch man. Andy Circus as the Invisible Man Tomorrow yeah. um, Have you ever, d- do you know how they did The, the actual like him being invisible Yeah, it's
0: so it's black on black, right? Like he's he's, wearing like a black velvet. Yep, he's he is
1: head to toe black velvet on a black velvet background, and then they just double exposed the the footage over like the other footage, and that's how they did those effects. It's it's stunning how I can't
0: it breaks my brain how incredible it looks that first time. Where she, where the the woman, the 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 innkeeper, accidentally walks in on him, and he's got his mouth exposed.
1: Yeah, like half the half the wrapping is done. Yeah. When they shoot from when they shoot that in profile, that I was that was like that is incredible yep. because it looks like it looks like the top half of someone's head <laughs> attached to like a jacket by like a tiny strip of cloth. And Your brain doesn't no,
0: quite know what to do with that information. It's amazing. too. amazing. You're like what.
1: And it the the first shot is so shocking because he's not moving. Yeah. So there's no like f- kind of funkiness sometimes like when he's sitting in the chair in his
0: pajamas, there's a, a little, little bit of grain on the outside. Yeah. On the outer edge. Yep. Yeah.
1: Like it, they did their they did a phenomenal job. Can't, I won't take a thing away from it. I don't
0: that. mind a fucking bit. No, man. but the,
1: the 2019 eyeballs yep. can see there's you're like okay, it's a little kind of scuffed up around the edges of his yeah. body but that first shot is totally static it's like a static I almost profile. feel
0: like that sort of cuz it happens quite a bit especially when it's just him in like a nightshirt or something um where his limbs are exposed but invisible yeah i think that sort of that weird halo that happens almost adds to the creepiness of it because it's so strange yeah And it makes him almost like this weird spirit or phantom that's floating around. And I think that just doesn't... It doesn't detract from like, oh, look at that horrible edging on that. They should have rotoscoped it. too. But it's slight, but it adds just enough of that ooky spookiness on top of it. Mm -hmm. I think it just adds a whole other layer of this is not right and natural and weird. And I'm even more spooked by by Griffin now than I was if he was just invisible. Right. Because it's this weird extra layer of... Extra layer doesn't belong
1: Right You're like you know, Something like, here is very wrong Yeah So One of the things that I Read about this This movie That I thought was really surprising Is So H.G. Wells wrote the book mm. In 1897
0: That's Right Insane so, All right
1: not only did so H. G. Wells he writes this book 1897. Hollywood makes the movie in 1933. Right. So in your in my head, I realized as I was watching this, I, the whole time I watched this, I just assumed because H. G. Wells was from the 1800s that he was dead. No, he was alive during the alive and had final script approval on this movie. That's incredible. Uh, do you want to hear a f- crazy? story I want to hear that? all of the crazy. Dude, stories, all right. Dude. So this script is written by R. C. Sheriff, one of like the um, he's like Golden Age Hollywood. Writer Wunderkind He's fucking incredible Right So he writes the script for. He wrote the script For The Invisible Man They call him in They're like R.C. Mr. Sheriff We need you to Come on down You're gonna write the script For The Invisible Man James Whale's directing You're gonna love it It's a great picture We're it's really excited
0: Pictures in the 30s
1: I'm, I'm setting a character Because oh, yeah. when he gets to Hollywood He There's a what the fuck moment Alright so they're like Come on we, it's, a, it's a story It's about a scientist He goes like clear He's made of glass He's going clear It's a, He's a Scientologist <laughs> And uh, So We're not sure But but we're all excited. We're excited to have you be excited about this thing we're excited about. Come on in. So he gets there and he goes, hi, I'm R.C. Sheriff. I'm here to write the script for The Invisible Man. Um, I'm Here I am at Universal Studios. And he goes, um, so I'm going to get hunkered in, get start, started on work. C- do, can I have a copy of the book? And they go, what? And he goes, can I, have Shut a, up. can I have a copy of The Invisible The book that this is based on, The Invisible Man by... By H.G. Wells. Can I have a copy of that book? Yeah, we got. We're uh, sure, sure. Let's let's uh, let's. Uh, uh, oh, uh, so. brrr, they knew. Well, I mean, they knew it was a Why? book. Of course. They didn't have, know, a have a copy? single fucking copy <laughs> at at anywhere on the Universal lot. Jesus. So he goes. So he goes. You don't have the. Okay, you don't have the book. What do you have? What am I working from? And they go. Well, we've got. Bring them out. We got 14 treatments. Oh my God. So they brought him 14 treatments of the Invisible Man. One was set in Tsarist Russia. <laughs> One was set on Mars.
0: Fucking hell.
1: So it's all these fucking like up and coming B picture horror writers grab H.G. Wells' book and they're like, how can we punch this up for the kid? And they.
0: How can I put my movie. How do into, I make this, this. M- about me? Right, right. Yeah, exactly. So they,
1: they didn't have his book. They had 14 treatments. Fucking shit. By, like, beginning writers and, I don't know, like, the secretary. Right. Or whatever. <laughs> like, that they didn't have the book. Fraser's so his
0: dog wrote a script. So
1: he goes out into L.A. It's about bones. Yeah, like, oh, you're going to love this. <laughs> so he's a dog, but he's invisible. Right. We're calling it The Invisible Man, but really it's a dog because, well, we— there's this thing in the contract. We can't change the title, but we're breaking them down on that. We're gonna right. sue HG Wells into poverty. The Invisible
0: does. Man's best friend.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> invisible right. Man's best friend. He's an invisible dog, and he's gone mad, which is fun because actually we find out that they kind of did that to they a dog. They did to a dog. <laughs> he movie. turned.
0: He turned white or whatever.
1: Um. So he goes. R.C. Sheriff goes out into L.A. and he's like, I mean, if... anybody know where like there's a used? So he goes to a secondhand bookstore. Grabs a copy God. of The Invisible Man Reads it Goes to the studio producers and he goes Uh so you treatments right Like those treatments you gave me and they're like yeah what'd you think Some pretty hot ideas in there I right them last night. He goes yeah oh pretty much Pretty much no he's shit. like you can have those back If you want to like light the stove or something Here's some paper have you read this book And they were like no Oh man he's like well I'll tell you Right now it's fucking bomb and this is the most faithful adaptation because you know, Frankenstein, yep. Dracula, yep. these are based on books. The Invisible Man is the most faithful represent, um, adaptation of of, of any of the Universal Monster movies from its original source Incredible. material. He read the book and he was like, Let's just
0: shoot this. <laughs> I just want to make this movie. This, this is, is epic. epic.
1: <laughs> um, actually, it's funny that we're as we always do, we record two, page, or two episodes a day, right. one and uh, one main season, one Patreon. Mm-hmm. The other one we're doing today. Is uh the Omega, the Omega Man. Man. Similar also based on a similar story based on a Richard Matheson novel. That was Charlton Heston on a plane reading I Am Legend by Richard Matheson by the time I he landed hey, in LA. In yeah moment. he goes in, he's like, Can we shoot this? <laughs> this is incredible. Actually he's got more under but He's like yeah. I think this would be a great film. We should shoot this. Same
0: sort of thing, right? It's like Yeah,
1: where they're like, What is that? And he's like, It's a book.
0: <laughs> a, book. a book? Do you have a treatment for it? No, God damn it! No, I've
1: got the book. Bu- like it's like <laughs> yeah. you can just see R.C. Sheriff holding this like br- this masterpiece it's of literature. It's all in here. It's in this. But a treatment's only twenty pages. Listen, right. Sheriff. Sheriff, we love and in- We love that you're excited.
0: You're enthusiastic. We want. In- it's infectious.
1: <laughs> I, look, I'm getting jazzed. I might learn how to read, just so I can, <laughs> just so I can figure out what kind of picture we can make out all of it.
0: That explains so much about Hollywood. Doesn't it? A yeah. little bit. It, it kind Show of. Show f- me a picture. <laughs> see, we talk. <laughs> If you could just... That's how storyboards were invented, Max. Uh, yeah. I mean... Uh, oh, okay. Uh, even I'm, a little bit, but... <laughs> I mean, maybe, yeah. though, <laughs> where they're like... Nah, uh, I don't understand. Uh, all right, let me... Well, let me... I, I don't draw very well, Did but you, did you read the script? I, d- could you do a picture script? <laughs> Wouldn't that be
1: just the movie? Uh, well, we trust you. Shoot it. <laughs> I'm told by my secretary. She's a reader, you know? She's a reader. She's got... She can, the words, she gets them. She figures the words out, and she says that this is hot, and that the kids are going to think this is hot. <laughs> anyway, not so that's how the, this movie yeah. gets written, man. So Incredible. he pops in. James Whale is not the original choice for director, but some of the other directors uh, bailed out. They Like, one of them had to go on vacation. So James Whale pops in, and I think he's such the perfect choice for this. I know you haven't seen The Bride of Frankenstein, mm. but... So with Frankenstein, we have this, like... Elegic, Tragic Sort of like Vaguely German Expressionist mm-hmm. Horror story That is It's absolutely Like beautifully Translated to screen Because I think In some ways Cinematography Hadn't been invented When Frankenstein Came out They it, shot it Like a play Yeah If you
0: I mean there's no one you, you. We just capture The yeah, actors Shoot
1: the space yep. And part of what Works with that And I, that's one of the Things I love For movies Pre say 1950 Or pre 1940 Right Is they don't. They will cut in, and they they well they'll figure out like we can show the face and stuff. But a lot of the work is done in wide, mm-hmm. and it really creates a sense of like scope and space that kind of fades out of I think a lot of cinema later on, and then you see it uh, reappear in Renaissance in like the two thousand. Well, later on, as as other directors are start you know, referencing the films that they grew up on. Well, what
0: if we showed more than just their face or a coffee cup? I mean,
1: this movie, I'm not going to say pioneers the Dutch tilt, but it uses...
0: Oh, dude, man. Oh, I have so many notes about the... So this is where this was invented. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, oh, this is the first time they they figured out how to take a camera off a a tripod and crank it. There's camera
1: work happening here. This
0: is pre-Orson Welles, right? I mean, this is...
1: Uh, Orson Welles Yeah, he's both, Orson Welles is making he's making movies at this time too. Well,
0: I think he's making right? movies. Yeah. But he's oh man. Anyway, cuz that was one of the first things that I thought looking at some of those camera mm. angles in the cinematography that's starting to happen is like, wow, cuz Orson Welles is doing the same thing in in Citizen Kane where he's like, I don't want to put a camera on, on a tripod and lock it off. I want I'm going to dig a hole in the floor. Right. And I'm going to shoot up at, at a weird angle. To, to get this perspective and shit So, so that's curious
1: This movie I think is I'm fairly certain is pre-Bride okay. Pre-Bride of Frankenstein But Both of those movies If you've never seen Bride of Frankenstein Okay so you know what Frankenstein is right? Oh yeah I mean the, like keep that movie in your head Bride of Frankenstein We oh. have We have He does the the Not green screen But that proto green screen right. effect again In Bride of Frankenstein We meet another mad scientist Who has miniature humans that he's made that are about six inches tall, and he keeps them in jars, and they represent like the uh, the archetypes of humanity. You have like the princess, uh, the queen, and the king, and like the the incredible, yeah. So Frankenstein, very like gritty, realistic, dark. The one of the first things we see in Bride of Frankenstein is tiny humans in jars. And he's like, look, I've created life. And this is him. This is another scientist talking to Frankenstein. And he's like, you sewed a dude together. I just made tiny people. I just made people. You're stupid compared to me. Wow. And it's, it's dirgy and it's like weirdly hallucinogenic and it's funny as all hell. And the, the camera work in Bride of Frankenstein is brilliant. Moving cameras, shooting past things, the development of depth, pushing in on stuff. I think James Whale, in a, in a lot of ways, he has a really clean visual style. There's a great, I'll, I'll jump ahead to it right now. There's yeah. a great shot in here. Um, the scene where Kemp, uh, so, I mean, everyone knows the story of the invisible man. There's a mad scientist, his name's Jack Griffin. He takes a, a cocktail of chemicals that makes him invisible. They kind of vaguely explain the mechanism by which this occurs. A little
0: bit, but they, yeah, they have a a brief plot moment where they're like, it was a book and I found a research in the flower from the Amazon and (laughs) it makes you clear, or a dog or something. I actually, (laughs) either way, there's a dog
1: and a flower and it's from India and you know the shit from India is just (laughs) wackadoo. (laughs) But, um,. That's actually one of the things I like about this. Is they're like it. There's this chemical, and if you if you inject it into thing, they used to use it as a dye, because any material it touches, it leaches all the color from it, and it turns you white as a statue. Like they they shoot it into a dog at one point, it turns the dog white as a marble statue. And it goes crazy. Yeah. So I like that. What Griffins managed to do is like, so there's a drug that makes you white and as white as you can be. But what if I made a drug that made you just even whiter than white? (laughs) And what is whiter than white? invisible clear. yeah <laughs> so it makes you go clear but um so so that's jack griffin and all that so jack griffin shows up and one of the there's a obviously there's a mad not a mad scientist there's a, like a legit scientist yes. and he has two assistants griffin is one and kemp is the other both of them are angling for for the science the main scientist daughter woman. yes all of that the love story absent from the book he's
0: that's added for okay
1: in the book, Jack Griffin is really isolated. He doesn't really have friends or family. Another difference is in the book, he's insane before he starts this, the experiment. The experiment doesn't drive him insane. Interesting. Okay. I think part of that is a universal dictum to kind of add an element of tragedy. TVs. makes sense because like frank,
0: the frank if you start shitty then there's no right right, right.
1: I, I think i mean the book is masterful like it the book works i'm not saying like they're well, correcting a book the has issues. a little more
0: time and it can play with your develop stuff yeah, and exactly. it exp- it's
1: exploring like
0: broader themes it's right. not necessarily just meant when to you be. have a, an hour and 11 minutes it's pretty lean yeah
1: um but so uh griffin eventually shows up at kemp's house and he's like he, he he announces some stuff we'll talk about it yeah. But there's a scene where Griffin goes to sleep And I just want to talk about uh, James Whale's visual sensibilities sure. From 1933 and how different what he's doing Is from what everyone else is doing in film At this point Griffin goes to sleep And we see him breathing Right so we get an establishing shot Inside the room and then rather than Visually transferring us to the door We just cut to the door And we see that um, That Kemp is listening So Kemp listens, is listening at the door And he turns from the door And then we As he like starts walking away from the door We cut to a reverse of him coming down the hall This all is what we would call Today just like clean efficient Cinematography but in 1933 This is like This is James Whale partially Inventing clean Efficient cinematography Like beautifully executed Like reverse shots And then he gets to the top. He so we're watching him behind. He gets to the top of the stairs. He starts down the stairs. New angle, bird's eye or uh, worm's eye, looking up the stairs. He comes down the stairs. We get. I think of it as the eraser headshot. He turns to his right, touches the door handle. Cut to inside the room. He pushes the door open, and none of it's clunky. You know, like early, a lot of times early cinematography, and especially like as soon as you notice it, you know that it's bad. Right. But
0: this is not. This is so smooth and perfect. But, but
1: we've seen that with with all the Universal movies mm-hmm. so far. I mean, Creature from the Black Lagoon. We just we're, we're losing our minds Gushing about the cinematography. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the invisible, the cinematography in the Invisible Man is really good. Also, James Whale is reusing cast. Uh, we have Una O'Connor. Is she plays, she's in Bride of Frankenstein playing essentially the same character, just a hysterical woman who, is, who screams her head off.
0: Oh man. Is that the best? Ooh, it was the best until it wasn't. And Dan, Danielle watched this with me. She mm. fucking loved it. Just spoilers. I'm good. But Has she the seen only, it before? No, I don't think, no. She hasn't Probably. seen it. She watched Omega Man too, and she fucking had feelings about that oh, movie good. too, but. But the, oh. <laughs> the shit first, she's like, "Oh my gosh, she's got to scream. That's that's fun." And then, like the fifteenth time, she's like, "Shut up, lady!" <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> like, she, it's pretty piercing. But she does this. That's what she's supposed to be doing. She's like the opener.
1: In yeah. in Bride of Frankenstein, she's like the first character who has any lines. Incredible! She like goes down into like a pit. It, it's it's nuts. Yeah. Awesome! So she's uh, she's our first, She's our introduction. She's got the
0: hag scream. She like, oh dude, does she
1: ever? She's got, you know. It's the, so there's like the scream queen scream. Yes. And then there's like the, and here's a lady who just can't get her shit together. <laughs> like it <if there> varies. <laughs> You ever seen those movies yes. where there's there's always like the one oh woman who God. just keeps panicking?
0: Yeah, that's perfect. It's her. God.
1: Yeah. But they, but I think, but whale, but whales of. Aware that her scream that's is what, irritating, because ev- when the first time we hear her like really, well, no, the second time we hear her really scream is when her husband gets thrown down the that's, stairs. That's
0: a, yeah, that's a. And he's got
1: some blood on his face, and she's cradling him in her arms and screaming, screaming. in his face, and his performance is amazing because he's <laughs> like, my head hurts, and then he looks at his wife, and every time she screams, he like winces.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's like you are not helping. He's like, Go oh, boy, <laughs> oh, I. Can't. Can you hit me on the other
1: side of the head please? Kill me Yeah Just let me die (laughs) This is horrible Like all of the And then later when the Invisible Man shows up And starts wreaking havoc in that room full of people And she just starts screaming on the table
0: and starts screaming Everyone (laughs) She jumps up on the table like there's a mouse in the (laughs) room Yes exactly
1: But again like This is funny The Invisible Man is really funny And yet also I think I think maybe that's why the death toll is so high. Is James Wales Do you like you can get
0: away with it because of the release of pressure and the the comedy that sort of
1: Or you need more death and more horror to create an equilibrium so it's not a comedy film. Right. Because this is and not it's also, a good <laughs> If still it a weren't for movie.
0: the comedy, this would be a really dark, super fucking dark
1: right. movie. It's one of the it's one of the things I love about him as a director is mm-hmm. he's so aware of balance. Like yeah. in Frankenstein, we don't Skip through the past And I, I know we're just talking about James Whale In general at this point we'll dig into I have some notes on the film not many because I Just started watching it mm-hmm. But I think in Frankenstein we get Dark mad scientist Heavy shadows murders Like it, there's heavy and, and, and you know like Karloff's incredible performance He was originally slated to play the invisible man And James he and James Whale had a big Falling out uh, oh
0: I don't think that would have Worked as well
1: no and the re, Do you know how Claude Rains got cast
0: did he just whisper in someone's ear and that's the voice?
1: No, he was apparently a little difficult to work with, actually. Oh, really? No, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gloria Stewart, who plays Flora, had a lot of complaints about him. She said every time they had a scene together, she went to wail and complained. And she said, Every time I have a scene with Claude Rains, in her words, he backs me into the scenery and doesn't give me any room to act. Because he was so big
0: and so commanding, and he—you'd have to be when your face isn't on screen.
1: Right, he's not in the movie until <laughs> right. the last, like literally, like thirty seconds. I
0: was gonna say, like he's last on, one thousand frames. He's on screen
1: for—I think that someone broke it down—and he's—he is technically on screen for like ninety plus ninety plus percent of the film, but you only see his face for like ten yeah. seconds at the very end. But any, um, in in scenes, he would bogart the scene. You know, like
0: Interesting. she'd
1: she'd try to be trying to do some work, and he's like he's taking up the camera, and he's giving lines, and he he was apparently kind of a domineering acting partner, so much so that Whale had to take him aside and say, "Hey, you do need to give your your fellow your co stars, you need to give them some yeah. space to work. Like, I I love what you're doing,
0: but you'll look better, they'll look
1: better. They'll yeah. Look better. Yeah. And, yeah, if all the performances are great, then the movie is going to be great." You just need to you need to give them some room to work. Um, but here's how he got cast. Karloff was originally supposed to be cast, but Karloff had a lisp. And they're like... That's right. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, we're going to have a lisp behind bandages. We might have some... This might be like the first, audio, issues, the first right. audio cut of Bane. <laughs> you know, it's right. like... <laughs> no idea yeah, like, what Boris is saying. <laughs> we're going to have
0: to clean that up.
1: Yeah, so... And then also, they did have a
0: professional Actually, his voice out. would have been phenomenal. Thinking of Boris Karloff's voice is so... so. Bride
1: must have been before this. Yeah. Because they never worked... Uh, they didn't work together once they're... After this. After their fight. So, it must Bride have, must have been before So, Bride must worked have been right. pre-33, which is crazy when you watch that movie. There's, um, You're like, this movie looks like it. It looks like it could be shot in the 60s if it was in color. Fucking amazing. But it might be in color. No. No, no. I'm bringing that. Remember? <laughs> I don't think it's in color. Um... <laughs> But yeah, so I mean so uh, he didn't cast Karloff because they were fighting and also because Karloff had a lisp and he was afraid that it wouldn't Lisp under bandage might not So he's uh, uh, James Whale's just at the studio one day and he hears a test reel of Claude Rains trying out for a different movie Because Claude previous to this Claude Rains was a stage actor So he was like trying out for a different a different film and uh, James Whale hears it and he's like that voice is, uh, I mean, you notice it, and here Claude Rains enunciates. He has such tightly controlled. We're making diction. we're making
0: fun of it in um, Phantom, but his Rs are trilling all over the place in this too. Are they? Oh yes.
1: I didn't hear a single trill. Oh man! That, but you it's, were were you listening for him?
0: Uh, I wasn't until I heard the first one super early, and then I couldn't unhear them. Oh yeah, I missed them all. Every R was, but it's where it came across as goofy and funny in Phantom. Mm-hmm. Of the opera because it's ridiculous and like oh my goodness, and this is because his diction is so perfect and concise mm-hmm. that it just read as part of his. This is who he is. This this Doctor Griffin is is very detail oriented. He is. He's completely well spoken, and even in his in his state of his his crazy states and shit. When like he even when he's
1: when he's mad at his at least his voice is like tightly controlled. Exactly. So.
0: Let's, so they hear him.
1: Yeah. So let's let's go back to the let's go back to the beginning. Yes. Because that I just had to get out oh, all the stuff no, dude, that was I dig in that. my brain. This oh my first note is NRA, NRA members. Tag, yeah. We do our part. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh yeah, 1933. <laughs> Got it. Um so in the I love that this movie sets its comedic tone in the credits. Right out the gate, we get our opening credits and it says Claude Rains. Parentheses the invisible one That's Right away off right right off the Top they're like yeah the Claude Rains, you're gonna be looking for his face, but you're yeah, not gonna see it because he's, he's the invisible, invisible one. <laughs> you know, it's it's kind of like low key goofy, but but it works. It's, it's it's really cool. If you if there was a Marx Brothers movie after this, those credits would fit. You know, like no, absolutely, it'd, it'd be like Groucho, the doopy one. The,
0: right. yeah. <laughs> Harpo, the not doopy
1: one. The not doopy one. Zeppo, none talk a whole bunch. <laughs> you know, like.
0: Right.
1: <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, and then honestly, like.
0: Did you? This might be one of my favorite opening scenes of like um any movie. Now nah. him walking it's, through
1: the snow. Him walking that, through
0: the snow, getting there. His, like the, I mean, his the costume design. I feel like a fucking prick saying shit like that, but like no, no. But the costume the, the way that he is, the way the bandages lay, on it, and he's got a. You don't realize it, but it's a wig underneath it with bits of hair sticking out, which mm-hmm. is a, super fucking smart. Mm. On his point, like to to make oh well what he has I hair had, yeah. he has hair wink wink right and the the weird welder's goggles and everything I don't care I with love, a
1: plaster nose plaster attached nose, to the bridge and
0: he's got that that fucking coat with the big collar popped all the way up deep
1: double breasted coat Jesus
0: fucking Christ this I love this design of him later on he changes a little bit mm-hmm. and there's with the a, sunglasses I think there's, there's a couple different looks. wrappings that he does this fucking first wrap and appearance of him is like. I can't even... Fucking shit, dude. It's, My arms are going to fall off. I have so many goosebumps. <laughs> it is the the most perfect introduction to something that you would... He's a mystery. Yeah. If you don't know if he's a villain or if he's a good guy or, if like, what's going on, it's all a mystery. It's a dude walking in the snow, and he gets inside this, this he, and he looks like that? What the fuck am I even looking at right now? It The movie starts from from such a place of... I
1: think that this This first scene Which I also love Is is just brilliantly yeah. Structured And it It manages Tension over time So well, he's, well. Just,
0: he's asking for a room And like We don't have rooms It's not that time of year he's like Well now I'll also take a sitting room And I'll also take them they're just not listening Well you
1: could prepare one Yeah So he So he walks out He sees the he's all bundled up he sees the sign he comes into the pub everyone backs away from him cuz he's wrapped head to toe he's got his yeah. deep at his crazy ass goggles on he's got a plaster nose which is kind of weird and then uh what yeah but i love how this works this this scene reads as though this movie were 2 hours long right because it it seems to be taking its time but when you I went back and looked at it, even though I didn't have enough. Time. I'm like, I gotta get through this movie. Carl's on his way. I went back and watched it again to see how long it plays out. that whole scene from like him through the door till the like the
0: getting his um,
1: room. Yeah, when the lady forgets the mustard. From like yeah. there to there, I think it was only like it's like three minutes, maybe wow. or three and a half minutes. He comes in and he's like, "I'd like a room." And then, we don't have any time. Wait, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm Una O'Connor. We don't Rooms at this time of the year. We couldn't possibly have any rooms. There's no <laughs> rooms anywhere in the house. But you could have a pop-up squap to be into it. And you're like, whoa. whoa. And he goes, You could make a room ready. Of course, sir. Come on out, make the room. We're gonna go up right this way, sir. But if you think about it, like you um it plays in your head as like this long exchange. But, but he goes, not. Give me a room. And she goes, We don't have any. He goes, well then make me one. And she what? goes, Alright, and everyone's just rolling with it. And I I love this too. Like there's the visual the visual continuity of or not not continuity but the the g- visual juxtaposition when he gets in everyone goes to the walls when una una's character misses henry or something like that miss mrs hall when mrs hall um snaps open all those
0: it's fucking hilarious it is there's how there's, many <laughs> fucking server doors she needs to open and get around the bar there's like
1: four server yeah. doors and then a main door yes but so they leave, and she goes and shows him the room. And rather than doing the thing of like let's follow this character back down while they're up in the room, cut to, dude, it's the the editing for thirty three is so clean. Cut to the bar, everyone's packed at the bar, and they're all talking to each. Like, what bartender. is
0: going on?
1: He's a murderer on the run from the law. No, 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 no. He's snow blind, and that's why he's got to wear the glasses. No, no. You think he's a? He's on the lam. Yep. Lock up your money, and the bartender's getting paranoid. Yeah. But just like
0: a room full of villagers is always a bad idea. <laughs>
1: so many, I feel like, <laughs> you don't want to get that many, <laughs> that many vill- especially in Europe,
0: no. like in the winter? I you mean, know what asking. I've always
1: said is the reasons that Germany is not as good, lots of bad stuff lots happens bad in, stuff in beer <laughs> halls when yes. you get poor villagers together. <laughs> in the dead of winter. <laughs> in the dead of winter. It's so fucking cold, I just wish there was a war. <laughs> you know? Just so much hotter when we not really war. following you here, uh, Hans. It's cold, yes, but we, like, have like, have I mean, don't Mind if I do drink a little bit of this? One beer later is like, You know what? You're yeah. right. During the wars, there's always fires, right? And maybe we we'll have so many war fires, there would be so no formal. more winter, it'd be warm all the time. And that's better than drinking this piss. No, f- no offense, Klaus. <laughs> no offense, Klaus. I understand. This time's beer's dead. great. No, no offense taken. It's fine with the likeliness of time, good. <laughs> Not really, honestly. Beer's kind of shitty, <laughs> but it'd be better if there was a war because then you got to give the good beer to the men. I think we should exterminate someone. Who oh who's like, yeah but Like, no. don't put villagers in a small bar on a winter's day unless you're making a universal Lesson movie. Because, learned. Ooh. But I was thinking about this it's so great though. Just now, as I was rambling and my cup of coffee mainlined into my heart, <laughs> it did. Um, think about, think about, uh, like, how many movies do we see now where the director shoots the action and that's what we see? In James, most of the time. James, but think about the uh, think about the thought that it requires. To keep off screen characters' positions in your head and make their motions meaningful when you come back. When you come
0: to back. Them. Yeah, that's incredible.
1: Like later on, we're going to see this with cops when the cops are trying to catch the invisible man. Like, okay, we formed a big, we formed a big, um, everyone join hands. And we're all going to walk toward the center. And then when we cut in and out of the house, that ring closes each time we cut in and out. And that it's only. A, it's
0: aware of its.
1: The, the world feels the really world cohesive. Feels, yeah, that's, people yep. don't stop doing stuff when we cut away, and
0: that happens a lot in movies, though, doesn't it? Where you like show the action, and then it's almost like you've gone back in time. Meanwhile, outside. right,
1: it's like every scene. Once you cut away from it, action halts until you cut back, until you come onto back to it. it right. But the, that's one of the things that I love about this. That's I think that's one of the things that that can a, t- establish a, a masterful director when it's keeping all those pieces flowing, keeping together. everything moving. Yeah. It's like, look, if we're off of this for fifteen minutes and we come back, they're fifteen
0: pro- minutes have gone by. Yeah,
1: they're right. not going to be in the same spot. Um, so, yeah, let's see. Uh, the oh, he so he goes upstairs the, with these invisibility effects. These early ones, because this is where we get half the face. Yes. And something about him pulling the napkin up—that was
0: that's a, that's an image that just sticks in my brain.
1: And like turning his head. It's like what so are he you doing? I told you not. To I told to, you not to disturb oh me. God. Oh, you forgot the mustard, sir. You forgot the mustard, sir. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Put it there. Now leave me alone. And when he unwraps his head, mm. like even watching the head unwrapping, you're like, I don't understand how this is being nope, done. No, not even a little bit. He gets his clothes off. I love the other thing. I love is how. How all of these English the, the how the English Bobby they all run downstairs as soon as they find out he has no we head had a cop And the, <laughs> the English Bobby's at the bar and he goes Nope, he's invisible, that's what that is. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, what wow. cop in history? Everyone would be like, Okay, we've been dosed with some hallucinogen. <laughs> or that's a ghost. But no, this cop is like Well, he's invisible. Oh you know what I reckon? Let me have a, a <laughs> little draw off me brown eye, glug, glug. well I reckon he's He's some sort of scientist what has made himself invisible <laughs> using chemicals of some kind, and if we let him get all those clothes off, it's going to be about an hour and eight minutes of us trying to catch him. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like, he has yes. got that shit pegged. He's like... Well, wow, that's pretty, pretty accurate oh there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the people at the bar are like, no, no, it's ghosts. It's go- It's the devil. hallucy JC. It's a man made out of reverse mirrors. <laughs> you know, And <laughs> the cops at the end, he's like... No 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 actually I wanted to be a chemist you see but my mustache wasn't curly They would
0: take me they would take me serious with me exiting all right They says you
1: know I, I've always said that they it's it's all this bloody the entrance exams are biased against people <laughs> from my neighborhood anyway I, I've read all the books though and I think what he's using is a weird obscure flower from India. Ain't you gonna do something <laughs> about it are you just gonna tell us why how he done done it? I'm getting to that. that. So it's obscure flat. and have you ever read the German scientific right. paper from 1914? <laughs> uh,
0: Everyone's gone. The constable called- is just talking to himself. <laughs> he's
1: talking to just the bartender. Just the
0: bartender. And he's like, They're like, They're polishing the glass. And the
1: bartender's like, listen, this is all very fascinating, but I do want to tell you, uh, officer, that we all have been closed right. for about half an hour now <laughs> and I'm glad that you and know actually so much they, they
0: found him in a pond just down the street he's, he's,
1: he's been dead. killed he's been killed he's already dead
0: oh you don't say
1: <laughs> that is remarkable how, this, this right, is why
0: you're a constable
1: how did they do it if I was to suspect how they did it I'd say they probably waited for a cold snap where a <laughs> bunch of snow was falling and then they forced him out of oh say a barn by lighting it on fire because the fire you know is going to drive him out into the cold bad for humans also I mean metaphorically it's sort of an interesting juxtaposition the heat of the flames driving one into the <laughs> is driven that you cold the lights out there? it's sort of Really, where you going? Where you going? I got to lock up. So. Oh, all right. Well, I'll just keep talking about you. <laughs> I imagine they he looked turns at it. to camera.
0: It's <laughs> always speaking directly to. Oh,
1: us? Mrs. Hall, welcome back. I was just telling <laughs> you, better no! have
0: it. Oh, stories! my God.
1: Got a bit of a migraine. You're gonna want to keep that down or I'll run you in for screaming all <laughs> run weird. You in for screaming. <laughs> Shit. We can't have women screaming after 11 p.m. <laughs> unless it's in the Whitechapel area, you God see.
0: Da- <laughs> oh, Constable knows oh, it all. I love him.
1: Yep. I love him, dude. So, uh, the the dancing shirt, which mm-hmm. I don't think is black screen. I think that's a puppet.
0: That's amazing. I, I love I think they're the puppeteering shirt. a dancing oh shirt.
1: God. I'm pretty sure the pants, though, are... Because they're they've got too much weight to them. I think the pants later. Because
0: otherwise, you just look like
1: they'd be kind of fluttering a little. Yeah, a little but that, weird. I think that flat. The, the shirt running is Claud
0: Rains in velvet. But I think mm. that that one,
1: the, like the one shot of it, where it's just the shirt like against the wall. I think that's
0: probably ball, a marionette. I think and they're then- marionetting it. But they're running around the room with this. Sh- oh, my God, dude.
1: It's. They, they established so early that this film. It's it's a. Dude, this film is visually. This is why I had trouble taking notes. I'm like. You just if, want to stare at the I'm whole like, time. If I look down, they're going to lift a man into the air. Yeah, exactly. Or they're, <laughs> they're going to spray a cat with spray it's paint. Like,
0: yeah, it's like you don't pay for your fucking. Your, your Las Vegas ticket to see David Copperfield and then take a nap. You want to watch the thing the whole time. Oh, dude, yeah. And that's what this is like. This is like watching a. I was an amazing. I
1: got so sucked into this sometimes that I was doing the like, grope for the coffee. Yep. Like it's somewhere to my left. I'll hit it eventually, but I'm not looking away from the screen. Yeah. It was. It's. It's. Half of the movie is you just trying to figure out how they did that. Yep. It's so cool, man. And that's that's part of the. That's why I think some of some of the joy of film is taken out from CGI. Because when you nowadays when you see something ah, really computers in, doing it. Yeah. You see something really incredible and you're like, I did that in a video game. Right. Which is why movie, which is why movies like this, and there was another one recently where a lot of we were, we just talked about it for the show. They had a magician on. It was one of the Harry Potter movies. Sure. The most recent Harry Potter that we did for Patreon, Prisoner of, Prisoner of Azkaban. Azkaban. Most of those effects are practical, which yeah. is why they look so wild. When you see them, you're like, wait, but I can tell that's not com- that's not a computer. So then you start wondering,
0: how the fuck did somebody make this happen?
1: This, yeah.
0: uh, a quick
1: litany of what they managed to do in this movie. Footprints appearing in the snow. That's incredible. A whole body. The body that falls in into the snow. It's that stupid. looks great, yep. dude. Do- I know it's a simple effect, but something about doors opening and closing on their own. I love it. It's great. Yep. A bicycle rides itself. Yep. R- let me reiterate that is practically done. A bicycle pedals itself down the and street,
0: and gets thrown.
1: And gets picked up and thrown. Uh, a cash drawer from a from a bank gets pulled out of the drawer, walked through a bank full All of the people. All the money
0: gets thrown out of the drawer too. Yeah,
1: money's getting thrown into the air out of the thing, and then the drawer gets tipped upside down, and the money.
0: How? You know what's crazy? Going back and thinking of those scenes, my my brain is imprinting a person doing that, mm-hmm. and not an invisible. But like, I'm seeing hands and things. Like, right? It's done the money so even well. Crumples. Yeah. When it's when comes. To, yeah.
1: But. But if it was black velvet The fingers would obscure the image of the money Mm -hmm. So that is done some other way They somehow crumple the money As it comes up It's it's so cool This movie is one of the coolest effects pieces I've ever seen 1933 33 33, although uh, in doing that, I don't know if you saw the woman get fucking brained during that (laughs) scene. Did you see it?
0: Uh, I saw, uh, I didn't see the woman get brained. So
1: the bank drawer, he goes, I've got money for you. The invisible man gives you his money. Yes, yes. Take it, you greedy people. Money. When he tips the drawer upside down and then throws it down, there's a woman bent. And remember, this is not a person; these are wires. Yes. They're what they're doing this with wires, and so you can only have so much, you know, sure, um, a precision. A woman is bending down to pick up money, and that fucking oh, drawer shit. just smokes her in the head.
0: There's a couple people who get beamed in the face pretty hard in this movie.
1: Oh uh, yeah, murder cop. We'll jump Fuck back dude. to him, dude. But he—he he, that guy took a a straight up like stool to the face. They
0: had to replace half of his face after. I, this think, movie, his, I think the
1: performance of his hand is like genuine just pain. He forgets to act because he's like, they just hit me in the head with a stool. With a stool that fucking hurt. It's all like hardwood, like mahogany stool, and it's not—it's like,
0: not a styrofoam
1: stool here, people. I think what they're—I think you, here's here's what I imagine: James Whale, famously soft-spoken, really kind, and apparently pretty easy to work with. Kneels down. He's like. Hey there, Greg. So we're gonna do, yeah, here in position. Okay, so Greg, we got the effect all rigged up. Why don't you take a drink? Because <laughs> I'm just gonna—I'll yeah. tell you right now. I've seen them run through this, and buddy, uh, you're gonna look. You're gonna you're gonna take a bench to the face.
0: <laughs> I saw their fight call uh, earlier. Uh,
1: um, you know, fight call was looking good. Uh, we did it with a dummy, but the dummy took the bench to the face. <laughs> so. Let's we'll see other any way around it. So here's some J okay. I gave you two fingers there. You can just drink that all at once. You let me know when get, you get
0: that in You here. let me
1: know when you feel a little when you're feeling up to it. When you've when you got your the courage. All right, we're gonna give him three and then we're gonna do um scene six, bench to the face. Bench to the face. Right, that's
0: on the clapperboard, bench to the face.
1: Bench to the face. Take one. Oh He's like, take one. What do you mean? Take one? <laughs> I
0: <I've> only got <laughs> that one. That split baby.
1: on his cheek was take one, oh and then they're like, God. "We gotta," and it keeps opening up more and more. So they're like, oh, "They're gluing it hurt. shut." Yeah, he takes a he takes a small bench like hard to the to head. The face. But the woman, you you can see her because they they dump the money. She takes the fucking drawer like to the dome, and then they cut to a different angle, and she's getting up. I think they shot two cam because when she's getting up, she's rubbing her head. Oh like, shit! Oh. fuck Everyone else is still acting like money, money But <laughs> if you look at her face like, she's like Jesus. Yeah she's she's a little rocked
0: She's like a day player too She's only there for oh, yeah. two it, hours on one day of shooting Right like, they,
1: they paid her 16 cents yeah. and like a hot dog yeah,
0: Exactly she and got a donut and she's, 16 cents She got
1: her bell rung man You can see her like not knowing what's going on She's like is there invisible people <laughs> Who, are
0: all, Who are all you people
1: Why are there cameras
0: <laughs> Um so he he escapes. Never mind, I don't want to be in pictures.
1: I just I'm going back to Kansas. <laughs> I don't know why she I don't know why week, she's got like a Brooklyn accent if she's from Kansas. In, first week in LA. Yeah. This was my first picture. Huh? Maybe corn farming is what I Chad, <laughs> right. you were right. I do milk cows better than I movie. <laughs> There's no words for it yet. It's 33. I do
0: milk better than I movie. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I milk better than I movie. If she just came back in the 2000s, right. she could milk in movies.
0: That's true. Because
1: that's why people go to Los Angeles now to be stars, but they end up in porn,
0: broken, and
1: alone. The Sorry. See, that's 30 that. 30
0: Seconds to Mars has all the music about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, thanks, 30 Seconds to Mars. Um, he escapes, starts heading back home, and now we get one of my one of my favorite pre-40s movie thing. Well, I'm a, I'm a doctor, and boy, I haven't seen that one assistant of mine in quite a while. Father, I'm in love with that one assistant of yours, and I haven't seen him in quite a while. No, no, Flora, he's only been gone a month, and he left us a note that said he was <laughs>
0: doing an experiment and would need to go. Oh, my God. But The 1930s, let's explain everything.
1: <laughs> but you know how they hide it is with the set. Yeah, they
0: and they literally hide one of their actors with part of the set. She's standing behind a huge vase of flowers, is for she? like half of it. Yeah, admit, it's almost distracting. It's like she's almost like peeking out of. The, is that
1: when they're they're doing the the, yeah. the uh, reverse shots of yeah. her and her father her talking, talking? Yeah, and, and she's like framed by flowers. I got what they were going for because they
0: literally behind it. They like, kind of it's gentle, so
1: weird. gentle. Pe- <laughs> yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't Claude Rains that was backing her into the scenery. It was the <laughs> no, set the dresser. Scene,
0: right, it's like, we're gonna put a huge. Vass of Look, a tree We're gonna have you behind a tree
1: You know something's not working We've done three takes I feel like I can just see too much Of your face <laughs>
0: right, let me...
1: Becca do we have something for No wait I'm sorry this is 33 Roger do we have something for this
0: There you go. <laughs> uh, yeah yeah yeah
1: Here's what we're gonna do uh, Gloria yeah If you would just take one full step back all right, how tall are you? Five foot six? All right, I got this five foot, five and a half vase of flowers. We're going to put them. Where's that at? Jack, Jack, where's that at? Is that right in front of her face? Perfect. All right, we're going to go a quarter inch to the left. Can you see her? Not really. All right, I think we're good, James. <laughs> Excellent. Glorious action, it's like I hate this movie.
0: Right. I'm literally standing behind flowers. This is it's dumb. just
1: it's just flowers rustling, yeah. and you're like, I wonder how they did that effect. But it's just Gloria Stewart just behind it. Yeah, all the effects were them hiding Gloria. The old, they all called for
0: lunch, and she's still behind the flowers, like
1: doing her Hello? lines. Hello. These new... T- are these new takes? There's no lines back. It's just me and Dad. He's probably looking confused. Jesus, we're doing the reverse. Okay. But Dad, but Dad, Jack's been gone.
0: Lights start clicking off. You're right. do, do,
1: do. Do. A, this isn't in the. Are we doing new lighting? Okay. <laughs> just trapped behind.
0: Hollywood, oh, where the second woman leaves. She's just She's trapped. Hollywood, back just, to Kansas.
1: I'm going back to Kansas. She's trapped between like a huge floor curtain and a vase. She's like, I don't know if this is the best <laughs> framing of this shit. We're we're doing a new picture. We call it Invisible Women. Right. Oh, dude. I mean, yeah. Well, thirty three.
0: Thirty three. <laughs> so
1: I do have a note though. All joking aside, I think Gloria Stewart is X. Ex- By the way, you recognize her? Age her to about ninety years old. Is she the one
0: that throws the heart of the ocean into the... Into the ocean at Titanic? the end of Titanic. Holy shit. That's Gloria Stewart.
1: She ate well. She did. And yeah. so that's, like, what an g- awesome, like, late-life renaissance, too. No kidding, in, right? In at the time, the highest grossing movie of all time. Incredible. And she plays the old lady version of our protagonist Of our, of our, pro- our hero. Yeah.
0: You know what's crazy? Dan- well, not crazy. Well, Danielle, as soon as she appears on screen, um, she's like, "Holy fuck, she is beautiful, my guy!" Now, gorgeous, gorgeous.
1: It's it's her eyes. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, I think we talked about it. And in she has stuff
0: to do here. It's I two. think she's
1: great yeah. in this movie. Like I, I like I, I, we were joking earlier. Honestly, Gloria Stewart as Flora is really good. She's she's excellent. She has she has a really. Um, she has a really great awareness of where The camera is mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of this is Direction as well you know like here are the lines I want you to work you know or the, the sight lines I want you to work but she's very Aware of her of how she Fills a space physically I think she's an Excellent opposite to Claude Rains After whale rains him in A little bit you know right. what I mean because When she's on screen She's all you can look at Part of it I think we Talked about this in the first season how Humans don't look like they did even as far back no, as the thirties. It's
0: so fucking weird, right? Like I, I
1: there aren't I can't think of any I know it part like of it's the fashion, and the, fa- and right, the right, powder.
0: F- some of it's the actual frame of a human being. I think it's her face. I, I've Th- never that's, the, the neck sorry, I'm spinning on you again. The neck and the, the face, the structure of everything is just it's, it's I don't know. It's a very
1: You know, I I know that hairstyles can change the shape oh, of your face a lot. It's so, yeah. so like some of it's that throwback thing, but like it, I feel like the classic Hollywood beauty, and maybe it's just Hollywood shifting its beauty standards away from like a classic beauty to like, oh, Megan Fox is hot. I mean, yeah, but she can't. Put
0: short shorts on it. But she can't. (laughs) Put short shorts on it. But seriously, that's like the fucking.
1: Kinda, yeah. I mean, honestly, dude, the last, one of the last shots of Flora when she turns and she's in that fur coat. It just it every time something watching these old movies, sometimes I get I feel like a sense of like nostalgic loss. Sure. Where I'm just like, I want and for the, elegance for the, in my movies. Well, again. for the
0: gentleman too, like wearing the suits and the fedoras and the, the, yeah, the clippy clappy shoes. It's and a the, cultural
1: shift that yeah. you and I can fight by dressing up in suits as much as possible.
0: Dude, I hate the show, but suit up is one of my favorite like takeaways from how I met your mother. What is suit up? When Barney Played by uh, Neil Patrick Neil Harris. Patrick, thank you, yeah. pH The only, the uh, one and only. Yeah. Um, whenever they want to go out, let's go out and let's have dinner. Let's go drinking. He's like, all right, suit up because he always wears a suit because he wants to be dapper. Mm. Blah blah. So mm-hmm. that's like, Ugh! suit up, man. Suit up. I when you when I
1: found out you were getting married, my well I, this was before, when I back when I still had like a regular two every two weeks yeah. a nine to fiver job. I was like, oh my god. I get to buy a suit for Carl's wedding right and now you know like struggling artist I'm like well, I wanna maybe I'll sell a bunch of shit and right buy a suit for Carl's <laughs> wedding but, but still yeah. like I suit bird and I were talking like if if you know, not if when when I finally yes. sell my TV series and I I'm a, and I get a we get a big old boodle of money she yeah. was like all right if we found a million dollars in a briefcase what would be your like splurge and she was telling me like here's what I would buy and and I was like the only thing that came into my mind was, was like I'd buy three suits I'd buy a blue one, I'd buy uh, like a, a check tweed one, and I'd buy a black one. And I'd yep. have three suits and with Incredibly tailored. Yeah. Impeccably yeah. tailored suits. It's like three of them. That's all I really give a shit about. You That's know? all you need. I might get an old another old vintage typewriter, but like right. suits was my first thing. I'm like, Oh, I'd buy suits and she's like, Really? I'm like, Yeah, do you know how good you feel in a suit? Especially make a, the man I, I honestly believe that. Um, let's
0: watching where that was the thing. Oh, Joe versus Volcano. Never mind. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it's actually a live, never mind.
1: Uh, so this this is where we
0: get after Flora's like because he, he gets like four credit cards to go jump into a volcano. So he's got like three days to shop, and the first thing he does, he's his driver is like, "So where do you want to go? What do you want to spend all this money on?" And mm-hmm. and Tom Hanks is like, "I don't know what to spend all my money on." So the driver goes in the back seat and is like, "We're gonna get you a suit." So the first thing he does is take him because clothes make the man. He goes and the right. first thing he does with all this money That you could ever spend is goes and buys him like essentially the three suits that you need to wear. Right. So, so yeah. That- Sorry, it's 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 a thing. It's a real thing. (laughs) Yeah. And every time I see that scene in that particular movie, I'm like, I want to go buy fucking suits. When I
1: was living with Alan and Aaron, they used to give me shit. Not, like, gentle shit, you know. Um, Because I would come downstairs in a three-piece suit. Right. And they're like, where are you going? I'm like, nowhere. I'm I'm here. I'm home today. Yep. And they're like, why are you wearing a suit then? I'm like, I feel great in a suit. I
0: feel fantastic right now, that's why.
1: I get more stuff done in a suit. I feel better in a suit. It's just... it, it." the way you pr- the what you project outwardly mm-hmm. Is kind of like it, I feel like that reflects how you are on the inside too. We went Bird and I went to a, a wedding reception the other day, and they're like, "It's casual. We're gonna do a casual wedding reception." People, a lot of people showed up in like shit. like t-shirts and and like board.
0: That's not but, the casual thing. But the bride, out no, the, the bride oh, and groom really? did too. Yeah. Oh, fair enough. It was
1: it was like literally we were on a beach. There was a bonfire. Oh, well, that's cooler, a different- cooler full of beers. People were in flip flops and shit. Like it was it was super laid back. Bird was fairly casual. I rocked a cashmere sweater with a <laughs> yes, button-up shirt and tie. I did um, uh, Sperry's with no socks with the, the barrel knot tied in them, dude. Oh I God, went yes. fucking full out. I got there, and everyone's like, huh, uh, this is a casual thing. I'm like, this is casual. This is casual. This is as casual as I go I out. And that's not true, though. I go out in sweatpants. I sweat love you and- so
0: much, Max. God damn it. I just you- try,
1: and, I try and keep it classy, man. You know? I mean, people used to put suits on to get on an airplane. Yep. And I miss go that. go get
0: coffee, it's like I'll meet you for coffee. Ah, I need to get my suit from the cleaners. Yeah, like,
1: pa- ooh, I can't, can't today, can't, can't today. My waistcoat is stained. <laughs>
0: exactly.
1: <laughs> you can come to my house. I'll just put a smoking jacket over it, and we'll take brandy. That's what you and- would do.
0: Oh my god. <laughs> totally,
1: dude. Um, all right. So, at Claude, Claude, rains. You do get
0: boners over this kind of stuff. We though. do. It's
1: like that's that's one of the. I mean, we talked about it with young racers. We're like. Probably not the best movie, but boy, oh, like the they clothes dressed. Oh and, my god and those classy drinks. Honestly, if you give me a movie with someone who's like sh- kind of like in a shabby suit and they walk into a bar, but they order a Negroni, I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. in,
0: I'm in. Sometimes a shabby suit works too, though, like Gary Oldman in The Professional, Leon The Professional. 100%. That looks like he slept in that thing for the last month and a half, but it's something delicious about it part of it's gary oldman too well i think 99% <laughs> of it's gary oldman yeah
1: so um all right so uh, uh what's i forgot his name all of a sudden griffin yep. griffin escapes from the inn and he goes to uh and they uh, would just leave me alone
0: they won't leave me alone
1: is it kemp that's his kemp, name right yeah so he goes to kemp's house and he, he sneaks in while kemp is li- he's smoking his pipe <laughs> he's listening to the radio broadcast about of- they this whole town went just they went oh, totally banana sandwich. They think <laughs> they think there's an invisible man. Right. That's, Dude, that's the those, more plausible I love those radi- the oh radio the radio the way the radio announcer says it is like breaking news today. Uh, yes. There's a, a small town to the east of here somewhere in
0: Europe. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere like, in Europe. What country is this? It's there's Europe. A co- there's a couple of times where like it's village village
1: Yes, down in Village Village, there's in Central S- West, Central South West Europe.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: There's. A whole town of doofy people who seem to believe there's some sort of invisible man. I tell you, these rural communities need to be stricken from the map. They're so. Do- Am I, I thought not- we had a war. Right, some sort of war. This is. I don't mean to get on my soapbox, but this is what Europe needs right now: is a war to clear out all these drunkards who think that people are invisible.
0: With their um, multiple different accents. Don't. We're not locations. going off the
1: air. No. This needs to be set. <laughs> 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 do, 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 do.
0: We'll be right back with
1: Jack Benny and Glenn Miller and his <laughs> orchestra. Little Brown Jug for the 10th time today because there are 16 songs. This is only 16 songs exist. And Little Brown Jug is probably the rippin'est. <laughs> Fats Domino's not around yet.
0: We haven't invented black people yet, so coming back to you. Right, well,
1: they're around, but we haven't stolen their music from right mass, <laughs> mass production. So here's some chamber music <laughs> right, Seriously at 30- We haven't
0: added any soul to this music yet so.
1: <laughs> We've got a Hopsichord playing at 33 beats per minute <laughs> And that's what we listen to <laughs>
0: Oh I love this one This, uh, yes.
1: this is child producing music <laughs> Becca, don't you Don't you feel this some help <laughs> from this <laughs> Marvin Gay is not here yet, Carl, so I know they the, can't all they no got baby is, making music mm-hmm, yet. It's like harpsichord and cello, they're like mm. something about the irritating clack of <laughs> the clang of the harpsichord. <laughs> I mean,
0: somehow get this out of my mind. Well, you're looking quite fancy in your dress, oh. why
1: yeah, this mu- this music makes me think of <laughs> of battleships and war.
0: <laughs> Basil, do you think she looks fine with us?
1: Basil, call Gertrude down. I'm thinking of war again, and I have <laughs> half an erection. I might be able to sire a child. Boy, I love being white in the early 1900s. Seriously, I tell you, this oompa music. <laughs> Oh my god. We only- <laughs> and Gertrude's up in the fucking up in their bedroom just rubbing one out like I can't fucking wait for rock and roll. God, I wish Chuck Berry would hurry stones, up. It. <laughs> if someone would just turn that cello on its side and plug it into I don't know, I sort of I want electric. to call it an amplification system of some sort. <laughs> if only Reginald could use you know, if he knew Girl. where his hips were. Man's got the rhythm of a fucking imperial march.
0: (laughs) He just oompas me all night long. (laughs) He
1: comes up and he goes, think of the queen, think of the queen. I'm
0: just (sighs) Oh, there there you go. Enjoy my sauce, darling.
1: Who is it? (laughs) It's uh it's me, Madam Gertrude. (laughs) Master Reginald says he's thinking of battleships again.
0: I need to get your vagina already. I'm terribly sorry to disturb you. I know how horrible it is for you.
1: <laughs> and that's the early 1900s by measuring oh, oh flex. Um. All right. I'm sorry. I <laughs> keep derailing us. Man. Griff.
0: <laughs> Griff so some so, some things about the 1930s weren't so great. Yeah. Is what we're trying to say.
1: Look, the clothes were fine, but fucking hadn't been invented yet.
0: <laughs> so, It was around, around. just
1: not in Europe. No. no. (laughs) Oh God! Uh, All right. So Griffin shows up at Kemp's house, and he goes, uh, uh, "He's basically like, yes, Kemp, there is an invisible man," and Kemp just loses
0: his mind. Freaks the fuck out.
1: To his credit, that's to the writing and the direction. That's what you would do. If you had to go from like the world that you knew, and you heard one news report, and suddenly evidence that a man was invisible is, I would lose my fucking mind. Yep. You'd probably go mad. Yeah. Honestly, if like you, I mean, we'll talk about it on over on Patreon.com/slash Quill and Film Q U I L L A N D F I L M. If you like what we do and want to <laughs> throw us a couple bucks, but we're gonna talk about the Omega Man. There's a scene where Charlton Heston hears phones ringing. In a world where there's no humans. And right. he goes, "They're not ringing. there are no phones ringing, damn it! That's probably what Kemp is feeling right yeah. now. He's like, hey, I suppose it's time. there
0: are no invisible men.
1: Well, drat, I'm only in my early 40s and I've already got to put a pistol in my mouth. What a shame. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, that would, I'd freak out. So, Griffin sits down and he goes, Kemp, I've turned myself invisible. Think of the power, Kemp. And he, you know, he... He basically is like, you're my partner,
0: okay? Yep, so, and you have no choice in this matter Right Either be my partner or cease to exist
1: Yeah, 100% yep. Well, Kemp gives him clothes and stuff, you know But, yeah. so that we can
0: see Let me smoke a cigarette An invisible Dude, cigarette Dude, come on I'm Fucking credible Smoking
1: a cigarette And the way that the The way that the You see him holding the cigarette and the matchbook In the same the same hand Because when the cigarette moves The box well, of matches move. moves As he's shaking With the other hand He's shaking out a, It's Dude, Fucking. that cigarette is so cool. It's so cool. Sexiest cigarette nomination. Oh yeah. There's literally not even a person. No. It showcases just the just cigarette. The se- it is the sexiest cigarette. <laughs> Cuz it's There's just no- the cigarette. It's just the cigarette and it's beautiful. It's it a, is. I think it's a hand-rolled it Turkish is. It's something. Silk cut. Well, they're in Europe, so it could be Turkish or it could be a French silk cut or it could be a Chesterfield. <laughs> I don't know. Talking
0: about that half boner Yeah, about Battleships
1: again, Gertrude's. I was thinking of cigarettes. Would you like to come and kiss my pipe reeking mouth? No, no. no. Uh, Pardon me, butler. Do you know where my husband keeps the bullets for the gun? (laughs) Um, no, but so he's he's sitting across from Kemp, smoking a cigarette, all invisible. Then he, Kemp gets him some clothes so he can see someone.
0: Right. Well, he's being. I am going to be nice and put clothes on because I know as we can speak man to man this now. This would if be. You can see me. Yeah,
1: this would be less unsettling for you if I was at least partly visible. So right. let's. So he gets
0: dressed up, which And is, it's fucking cold. And it's and cold. I am running
1: around naked. It's winter time. The book takes place in February. This movie, according to one of the calendars in the back, in mm-hmm. one of the scenes, I think it says January. But still, we're in like the dead of winter. I love the way they work around the fact that he's invisible. Where he's like, "Oh, I need to see someone I care about. Let me get dolled up." Yes. Oh, you're clearly uneasy. Let me get dolled up, and that way you can have people performing. Because the early part of this movie, when he's escaping, there's no one to. That's Claude Rains' voiceover. That's actors acting in pantomime. Every time someone like. Oh Bumps my nose you. Yeah Oh my He kicked me in the balls Oh he's brushed past me that's, A woman
0: overturning her own baby cart Like yeah
1: <laughs> Which is awesome I'm yeah. like That's that's kind of like the John Wick They killed his dog moment Where you're like What a monster He flipped a baby carriage Exactly <laughs> They put a baby carriage in here To be like This seems funny But there's a baby in there Right exactly Backfired for me though I was like
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Babies>. <laughs> That baby
1: fell on the ground <laughs> Leave him there. Look at him; he's all bummed out because he's on the ground. Dumb baby. Oh, I had.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. He almost had to edit something. We're fine now. What'd you? Th- Nothing. <laughs> we
1: What'd you think of his plan?
0: Well, I. So they. They're gonna. Uh, it's so. Well, it's. It's insane. He goes. Do you remember how he introduces it? Uh Well, be, we'll begin with a reign of terror. We'll begin with a.
1: Ra- we'll begin.
0: We'll, we'll begin, begin with, with the a reign, reign of, of terror.
1: terror, and then he goes we'll do a, probably a few murders for a start
0: some rich people some poor people so that they know that we don't distinguish or there's no there's there's no distinction so there's between. no
1: distinction yeah, yeah. we'll kill a, a few rich people a few poor p- hearing him this is 33 mm-hmm. hearing him so casually talk about planning murder. out murders
0: of yeah literally anyway it doesn't matter you already saw that he we talked about he tips over a baby carriage
1: uh, fast forward to
0: A train Sean, going off the road Sean Connery's oh.
1: last film League of Extraordinary Gentlemen Have you ever seen it?
0: I have it's been a long time I know, right. I know the Invisible Man is He's in one it One of them uh, It's
1: not the Invisible Man it's, it's an
0: Invisible Man Yeah
1: it's he stole the serum from the original Okay uh, gotcha Dude um, I think is how it works And he's like a thief But the plan for what the Invisible the, uh, the the main bad guy is collecting like samples from all of them, blood samples and skin samples and shit. And he's what he's trying to do is create an army of invisible soldiers, which is the plot of this, of this film. movie. Yeah, that's the Invisible Man's plan.
0: We that's will, Jack yeah, Griffin's he's gonna plan. Figure out one. He wanted. Well, he started with him wanting to find the cure. Right. There's got to be a way back. There has to be a way back. But then he's like, wait.
1: Well, he he still wants the antidote. Right. Because what he wants, he's trying to get both parts. He's like, if I can get the serum. And the antidote, then I can sell both right. to whichever country Whatever is the country highest bidder, almost, and yeah. they will have an army of invisible soldiers. I don't think League of Extraordinary Gentlemen gets enough credit. I know people hate that movie.
0: I love that I movie. I didn't hate it when it came out, and I just haven't watched it since. I dig it. Bert and I watch that movie all the time. <laughs> it's like, there's no guilty
1: pleasures, man. There's just, that's a fun movie. I like it.
0: Um, but yeah, dude. His... The Avengers are the universal monsters, which is what they wanted to do in the... Right oh, now, in, the, within, in the in the reboot stuff, yeah.
1: I hope that just fucking dies and goes away. I think
0: it did because Mummy did horrible. Bird's
1: kind of Bird was kind of excited about it. Um, there's, well, then... that's
0: what they did in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen in one comic. Was Alan Moore? No, who did the? Not Alan Moore Yeah Alan Alan Moore wrote
1: League of Extraordinary Gentlemen I think he did it with It's not Dave Gibbons Dave Gibbons did um, Watchmen with him But yeah So he There's another guy actually Who did something similar His name is Kim Newman He did a series of novels Called The Anno Dracula Sequence The Anno Dracula Sequence Has Dracula as a character And he he throws in um, Public domain characters From like famous literature Yeah So that's what Alan Moore wanted to do with, With League of Extraordinary Gentlemen Was he, let's get Captain Nemo who else can I play with I love
0: Captain Nemo god damn it
1: Yeah they throw Captain Nemo in there They throw Fu Manchu in there He, he I mean Alan Moore is obviously a genius But like yes. that that whole like throwing together This stew of people That League of Extraordinary Gentlemen a lot of people know Anno Dracula I feel like is more A thing of the past sure. It's a, But it's a phenomenal Anno Dracula if you can look that up Kim Newman's amazing And he's on Crit- the Criterion channel all the time Very Talking cool. about films he used to be a, a film critic I love it. while he was writing his novels and writing doing doing freelance journalism and shit he was also a film critic full time he's amazing, Kim Newman's really cool but this is I think that when he announces his plan and is like, you know, we'll start with some murders and we'll murder some rich people than some poor people this is James Whale balancing the comedy cause we just saw, here's your bloody bicycle, aha zippity zoop, <laughs> off I go and and now
0: coming back and forth from Stooges to this Stooges to this. Yeah. Insane. I feel <laughs> like after
1: the escape because he doesn't kill anyone. He hasn't killed anyone on screen yet. Nope. So when he's, he's like
0: chucked a dude downstairs And he's throwing stuff at people
1: Right And he's yelling at Una Who's screaming our yeah. head
0: off So we're like Being playful
1: it's, f- it's playful Until he sits down across from Kemp And then the Kemp stuff is playful too Because he's like Oh Kemp don't be scared I'm gonna have a cigarette right. Oh here's a robe <laughs> And you're like This is fun You're having a good chuckle Yeah and he's like We'll start with a reign of terror A few murders Some rich Some poor He's so chill about it You're just like Oh he's a monster Yep He's a monster. It goes so dark, and it creates that beautiful balance because it doesn't make the later funny stuff not funny.
0: After it still is yeah, right. Yeah.
1: After the murder spree starts in earnest, the jokes become a little more sparse.
0: Right, and that's where Danielle even was like, "These don't work anymore." Like, I think the, they the do. The funny stuff. I think they're a little bit. They feel more awkward, mm. especially towards the end when he's. I think. Once he kills his partner There are no more What's the last joke You camp? remember
1: uh, at, Yeah post camp There's no more
0: Oh, uh, When he's escaping The first line of Of cops that are pressing in And he's sort of being playful About how he's
1: The, the incredible like, effect Where they form They
0: pull the guy oh, By amazing. his feet And he's got his pants And then he's skipping yeah. Down the lane
1: He steals a cop's pants He steals pants. a cop's
0: pants And then this woman is Screaming Running down a lane And he's skipping Skip to Malu. Ha 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 I'm invisible He <laughs> he. Yeah then that's, I feel, is like that's the last bit of the last joke true, I like. I, I say like Stoogian sort of humor.
1: It's, it's the, yeah, maybe. I, I, I thought the jokes throughout were funny because they're divorced in
0: context from him. Like um, they become more, well, I don't say, I keep saying Joker esque, but they are. I mean, it's more like,
1: <laughs> well, he gets more wicked, but I right. mean, like there's a, there's a joke with the cop um, later on actually this is one of those movies where i think they get the details so 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 down and we'll I'll, we'll get to him when we get when we get to him but the la- one of the last things the cops say when they're trying to build the the trap for him right. he goes why don't we just paint the top of the wall and the constable goes because he'd smell the paint mm-hmm. i'm going to put loose earth along the top of the wall and then if he disturbs it even the slightest it will fall and we'll know where he is and the cop who came up with the original idea is like crestfallen because he realizes like, oh, it actually is better he goes yeah I, I, i'll suppose that would work and then right. he, slinks he slinks off behind behind the curtain, behind the yeah. curtain. he's just like doo, 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 doo. i thought i i like I, like I like the it. humor throughout because it
0: that's a different kind of humor that's The humor I'm talking about is is the actual Griffin's way that he the slapstick humor stuff. Yeah,
1: I yeah I agree. the The Griffin becomes less funny, but I think the film maintains a comedic. I would agree with that completely. So there's two types of tension in this movie. There's tension, anxiety tension because Mm -hmm. it is literally true that. Griffin could be in any room at any time So every temp is
0: calling the cops when he thinks he's sleeping upstairs i'm like dude that motherfucker could be right next to you
1: Yeah, yeah, he could be in the room with you 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 came in and locked the door How do you know griffin didn't slip in behind you right like he could be there There's an awesome moment when the cops are talking about how to catch him and he's like so here's our plans Here's what we can do and just so you all know he could be in this room right now Mm -hmm. Listening to all of this.
0: Yeah, he could be standing right next to me that
1: creates like anxiety tension right but the other tension that exists in this movie is more of a cinematic tension between genres because this movie maintains a a, it's almost like you have horror and comedy with a string between them and every time the comedy goes up it can only go so far before you have to drag the horror up with it and it keeps that string taut the whole time you never know whether whether to laugh or feel uneasy or to laugh and feel uneasy. Mm-hmm. Or to be horrified, but can I laugh at the next thing that happens? It creates this beautiful um, structural tension yeah. all the way through. And the cinematography supports it as well. Long, slow, steady shots. um uh, wide angles So you, you get space but then you also get the Claustrophobia of a room and you're not sure if that How many people are in the room right. oh You know God. so it's
0: Even when they they end up God it's one of my favorite parts of the whole movie Is them discovering these new Techniques essentially like how do we know If there is no one in the room Let's grab a netting and everyone walk towards one Now we know we're alone So right. you keep creating these like how do you deal with an invisible person? And you see them cobbling together these like, well, if we need to protect him, put him in the in the middle of all of us and, and we'll then, put a net around now, ourselves. And all of us now we know Now we know we like, love those little bits of of invention of invention to of this to These this stuff. These are like the
1: like, the minute details the was talking the middle of the middle of the he So, the middle he the middle of he so he the middle of and middle of the he, uh, back to the...
0: Oh, right, because all this stuff is still at the lion's the, head. Yeah,
1: the lion's head in where he originally was at the beginning of the film. Right. He goes back to get his all books. All his
0: research is there, right. Uh,
1: this is when he... So he drops the books out mm-hmm. the window, which... I mean, we could just keep talking about the effects, we but... We can't... I mean, shit. The books close, float into the air, and then stack themselves. And again... And then they go out is, a window and get dropped. There is no CG. Yeah. Then they float out a window and drop into a man's <laughs> arms. <Plus
0: them. laughs>
1: and there's... Again it is not computers it is just simply not computers they're fucking they did and this yeah
0: yeah it's strings it's marionetting but it's meanwhile, f-
1: meanwhile downstairs in the bar like the head constable of like the whole region is there like getting the getting the Oh, together. i've heard i've just heard a bunch of drunks talking shite and right. there's no mm. fucking way that there's an invisible man i'm gonna arrest all of you and you'll be the laughingstock of the entire fucking village and then he goes to dip his pen and the inkwell moves Comedy. Yeah. Here we are. So it's like, oh, oh, my inkwell's moving around. What's got? Oh, I got, I got ink splashed in me face, and now, uh, now I'm being strangled. Oh. And, any dude, it goes from like, you've got ink on you. I'm moving your inkwell. So this I'm man is being you. murdered. I'm choking
0: you, and now I'm gonna fucking beat your brains in with a stool. Ka-doosh. For real. Yep. This is the stool bit. Yeah, yeah. They crack that
1: dude in the face, and there's a moment where he f- doesn't drop his hand, and I think it's because he's actually. unconscious for a minute i think it hurt and he was surprised and forgot to lower his hand where he's like makes sense because you see him flinch when the stool hits him and he's like you could see his hand freeze where he's like oh shit then he goes oh wait right right, right. hand down
0: (laughs) i'm dead (laughs) i forgot but to your point though that's such a i never thought that's we're going from comedy yeah right into holy fuck yeah
1: i mean and there's there's a funny bit too where He's, its Una again. Una. He's in the
0: room. Yep. He's in the room. Everyone's scattering, and it's like, oh, crazy. And oh, he, he, yeah. she
1: jumps up on the table, and, and for a one second, that's funny. She's like, it's almost like there's a mouse. We talked yep. about it earlier. And the cops got ink on his face, and everyone's, oh, it's uproarious. Then Una gets hit in the head with a tankard. Mm-hmm. She's grabbing glasses off the walls chucking and them. chucking them. And that actress, her name's Una O'Connor. She legit—it's a plastic one. You can kind of hear it in mm-hmm. the sound. Um, and it doesn't break. The other ones that are getting chucked around shatter. But she gets money. tagged with a huge glass tankard. That's dangerous. It, that for that, that's where for me in that scene, that even that little bit, like she gets hit in the face with a big glass, like twenty ounce imperial tankard glass. And I was well, like, well, that's where it shifted for me. I was like, this is ooh. this is dangerous. He's like, he's a legitimately dangerous person. And then it goes right into murder. And then he gets he gets back into Kemp's car, and he's like. Uh, all right. He's like, all right. Can't get me back to your house and drive like your life depended on it. I've just murdered a policeman, and tomorrow we've got a big day. Jesus. And he's just so chill about it. Yep. Um. So th- they get back home and he sits down and he's like, "Here's what I need you to do as my assistant. <laughs> and here's, dude, these details. These details. This movie's so well thought out. He he goes. I can't. I will need to be concealed in, in, for an hour after every meal." Because the undigested, the food is visible. Oh, grocery
0: list of of how invisibility works. I got them all. Do it. Do it. Oh, my God. So he goes,
1: the the food, he goes, the food is visible until it's been digested. It's approximately an hour, hour and a half. half. Yeah. So he's done these experiments. Okay, when I eat, there, I can see the food. Now, how long until it goes away? Start the timer. And he checks every, like, 10 minutes or whatever. So he's got, he's figured out how long it takes his body to to process the food into his because system, yeah. Yeah, because his system is what makes him invisible. Yes. The his body is keeping the drug active, which I think well, we don't have to get into science because I don't think there is any science for being invisible. No, no, no. Um he goes, I can I can't go out in the rain because the dew beads on my head and shoulders. I can't go out in fog, I appear as a bubble. I love that. Because the fog can't occupy the same space as him. Because boop. Yeah. So there'd be a man-shaped vacant space that's in fog. That's creepy, too. Just thinking about it. Someone... What I love about this is someone s- sat and thought. and th- A lot you know, of this is someone, in
0: the book. H.G. Wells, it's HG right? H.G. Wells, yeah. yeah. part of that.
1: Mm-hmm. He, he might be like... He was never considered a science fiction author because science fiction didn't exist. That's so insane time. to me, too. He did the time machine, right? Yeah, yeah, it was called, like, science adventure stories or something like that.
0: Adventures in science. Or something, or yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. So... um he goes uh, I can't uh, It's I can't go into I have trouble in cities Because the soot Settles on my skin Like just the pollution Would well, get on his skin it Goes so far as to say You would have to be very careful To keep my feet clean Who would ever think of that He's walking around barefoot
0: Yep Dusty lane all that dirt
1: When you get dirt on your feet That Now you have floating dirt Yep If there's If you're looking at like a still road You would see two little it looks feet
0: yeah. Actually, yeah, yeah, they are like little dirt socks.
1: Yeah, anything that gets on his feet will be visible. Yep, he says even the dirt under that's my, my fingernails.
0: Part, the fingernail dirt would
1: give me away. Yeah, because if he, even if he has his hands on the table, there's a little sliver of something that you can see that's it's floating kind of
0: like just half
1: an that. inch, a quarter of an inch above the table. That would give him away.
0: It's what, is that what we see out of the
1: corner of our eye? What? Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> I don't think that James Whale was like, all right, now how do we execute dirt under the fingernails? Right. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna have six wires. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> and some. It's only like, like, if invisible people existed, oh. like sometimes how so you like, what did I see? Is that ghosts? It's, that? It? it's just invisible people. Yeah, like dirt under their fingernails. The
1: government. Yeah, but the government doesn't need
0: invisible people. They're all people. birds. Yeah, the birds new- <laughs> aren't real.
1: <laughs> um, so I. To, to talk we've been talking fairly Well in, in broader broad Strokes here but what do you think About this I there's another there's an, the, Another story that this reminds me quite A lot of mm-hmm. um, and that's uh, Robert Louis Stevenson 1980 Or 1886 Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde That's another man Another man of science who's into, Highly intelligent who's driven to Use science to Release His violent nature
0: it's he wanted to separate the evil in man So that he can get rid of it
1: Right but there's this weird thing that seems to be happening Because this is uh, Jekyll and Hyde is, is uh, 1886 Invisible Man is 1897 That's 11 years later mm-hmm. So there's this thing at the end of the 17th century About Because horror stories are always it, 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 I took a mythology class That examined sure. how sto- how like Literature can function as a society's mythology And horror stories show what a society fears most at any given time like think about all of the purge movies that came out during like early political, early political upheaval yep, in 2001 yep. The breaking down of society is what that is basically all about So what's this preoccupation with like? It, this is also like the beginning of the beginning science of science. Boom.
0: That's that's what that is It's a fear of science and the unknown and what could possibly happen if these experiments but
1: also both men go into it
0: with they, good intention. They
1: basically destroy, they pervert their humanity mm-hmm. using science. In the quest for knowledge and discovery, they become hyper-violent. Um, invariably, in both of these stories, what, what both men ultimately seek, Dr. Jekyll and, and Jack Griffin, are both seeking power. Mm-hmm. And they're both they're both seeking that power through violence, even though they've gotten to this state using learning and knowledge. I don't have an answer. Yeah, I, I don't I know. Was it just might be the, like, you know,
0: knowledge is <laughs> so not like a Stan Lee thing where like with great power comes great responsibility. But so is with knowledge as well, like in the pursuit of knowledge. Especially in this, in these early, early fledgling years of like science and experimentation, and really starting to understand little bits and how the universe works, Mm. there had to be a lot of fear of the unknown, especially from like literary people. Authors tend to have these brains that can explore um, wider than than most people. Well, that's you know that's why writers exist. They they have this ability to sort of see into the future in a way. And these could be possibly like cautionary tales about beware of how how much knowledge you acquire and how quickly you might not be able to handle this new information, because man is ten tends to be violent. We've proven it in in our history, right? right? So I think it's more of a caution of, yeah, we are in this amazing exciting time of discovery. Just beware that man tends to be violent, and the the you know I think maybe it's just this, it's just that like.
1: It, they, they In a way they kind of both
0: explore the duality
1: of man too it, Well that Well Jekyll and Hyde for sure I mean it's Literally yeah um, But I think the Invisible Man to some extent too mm-hmm. Where it's like scientist, man of science And uh, the movie Because the, I know the, bo- the, the book, book is a little different He starts, starts insane right. But you know th- there's that like I'm a man of science, I'm questing for knowledge I'm trying these nukes And then the set But but insanity is also a component in both of them. Right. This is also around the time period when psychology really starts to take off in in the world. This is I'm not a hundred percent positive, but this is pretty close to the time when like Sigmund Freud and Carl Jung start doing some of their most important work. Right is like the around the turn of the century.
0: So understanding I, how the brain actually sort of takes yeah,
1: over. I think I think Freud's big works are like early 1900s. I, I know that um Aleister Crowley and Sigmund Freud spent some time together, so. Or maybe it was Alistair Crowley and Carl Jung. Either way, that that I think is like early early twentieth century. So people are discovering psychology and discovering like these aren't these aren't demons that make people bad. There are parts of ourselves that we don't have access to, or that we that our culture. It's not an evil spirit. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just I think that this is an interesting. I think this is an interesting thing mm-hmm. is that the, in the zeitgeist at this particular period in time is sort of like a low key fear of of what science will do to humanity. Yeah, absolutely. But I thought that was pretty cool. What? Else, uh, another thing I thought was pretty cool was when they they all, all the policemen link arms and then they pick dude Jack Griffin sneaks sneaks past them and grabs a cop's legs and picks him up by his legs and starts hauling him backwards. And for a second, he's floating. Yes. Actually, no He's he got the arms linked And you're like It looks really cool Because the two cops Are holding up his Upper half yep. And his lower His legs are floating In the air And you're like I can't believe That they did that That's amazing We're not even done Griffin starts Spinning him in a circle And it's Yeah, he's
0: he's like He's got his legs around, yeah. yeah, he's
1: holding his legs And he does the like I'm gonna turn real fast And centrifuge And uh, spin the guy how, how do they do that? Right Because it's He's, dude. There's like no central point. No, and his feet aren't like. He's not just like describing a big circle. He's just spinning like on a central. Like he's axis. literally
0: being spun around by Claude Rains. Well, maybe it's the black thing. Maybe he's it's in camera. But how then every time,
1: yeah, every time Claude Rains was in front of the dude, he would disappear. He would disappear. So I'm wondering if they have like a central rope, and then there's an outer rope that's at an Jesus. angle. But think about how big. That mechanism would have to be to do that
0: effect It would have to be massive. I don't even want to think about it.
1: It's giga- It would have to be gigantic. And they shoot it fairly wide, so those cables have to be running up at least like 50 feet in the, off camera. It's such a cool effect. You see it and even in 2019. I have no
0: idea. Time machine, I go back in time and I sit and watch this being filmed. Yeah, they're like, you could prevent
1: Abraham Lincoln's assassination. You're uh, like, have you guys ever seen the Invisible Man? And instantly, hey. everyone would be like, Oh yeah, you're right. The, yeah, the spinning go, go, thing, the go, spinning go, yeah, thing. Yeah. Get get back. We gotta know. We gotta we know. Gotta know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and here's kind of where the movie takes. You're right. This is where the movie takes a big tonal turn because after he escapes from the cops and he does his like, skipping down, the lane. skipping down, which is a, another awesome effect. I love it. He goes into a. We see him kind of like there's like some low key mischief but then he walks into a, a train a track a track monitor what are they called track selector
0: yeah like a track selecting station or something he's a yeah it, a railway he's the guy yeah he's soul. the
1: guy who who changes the tracks left or right you yep. know you've seen it the chung, chung train goes left train goes right that guy he goes into in into that guy's hut and the or not hut it's like a little <laughs> like, I was going back to Frankenstein or bride of Frankenstein but he goes into the, like the, the control room. Yeah, the control room, and he crashes the dude over the head, kills that dude. Let's just assume, because everyone's done, except for the first guy who takes a book to the head and goes down a flight of stairs and then drinks a full glass of beer. And he's like, nothing clears up a concussion like a huge bunch of alcohol. Right, exactly. Sure, that's not dangerous at I'm gonna go all. I'm
0: going to go take a nap now.
1: Yeah, let me just. that's what you
0: want to do you after You want to drink injury. a full
1: beer and then sleep. But that's you what think. you do <laughs> when you crack your noggin. Get some rest.
0: You need you've, get some rest. You've had a bit of a blow to the <laughs> head.
1: You're going to want to sleep for right. p- probably forever, actually. Probably
0: for the rest of your... <laughs> for whatever reason, most
1: of the time when I prescribe rest, they die. It, they go into a coma <laughs> and they die. But since I don't know any better yet... Right, right exactly. Go lay down.
0: They haven't invented good science. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah, take this, take this rail shoot, shoot up a bunch of this laudanum. Right. Put, uh, I've, here, I've given you a beer that's half laudanum. Right. Drink that down. Go to sleep. When we wake up, we'll bleed you with leeches. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: exactly. We'll have a blood next.
1: Actually, while you sleep, we're just, we just can just leave your arm You'll vein open. We'll you
0: off that vicious blood you have in there. Yes, yeah,
1: so you're, you're much too <laughs> filled with oh, blood. My. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to just cut this that vein. That was through. a thing. You're too yeah. full
0: of blood. You are just blood.
1: <laughs> I'm looking at you, and you're like... <laughs> it's
0: so bloody. Look
1: at all of the... You look so healthy. You've got pink flush to you. <laughs> I can see your pulse in your neck from here. Your heart is beating, like, super Strong. effectively. Yes. No, 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 no. Too much blood. We're going to have to give you a series of dangerous opiates and just get about, would you say, half the blood <laughs> out of him? Yes, yeah, about half, Doctor. Probably half. Yes. Good. Take it from the throat. We'll just open up the whole oh my throat. Oh, um, And you'll feel right as rain <laughs> if you don't, if it doesn't. A tincture of arsenic. <laughs> <laughs> Tincture. Yeah, we're going to have to. <laughs> take... Your
0: nails are looking too healthy.
1: Yeah, drink this mercury. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they used to um, cure the yeah. crap. They used to take uh, back in France. I think this was pioneered. They would take a thin loop, of, a long thin loop of wire. Okay, really thin. Think like threading a needle. Sure. They'd take that, and then they would whisk it like they're beating eggs in. Um, mercury. Mercury, mm-hmm. and then they would stick the what, that loop of wire up your P-hole. up your urethra, and then swirl the the uh, uh, arsenic or not arsenic, the mercury around inside your dick, and then pull it out. And they're like, "There you go, Can- all done. Now come back and do that until it either kills you or you don't have the <laughs> disease anymore."
0: Right? Holy shit! Uh,
1: Aaron was telling me the other day during the war in England. The, do you know the the story of the Radium Girls? No. There were girls, mm-hmm. there were women in London who took. They would take paintbrushes and they had big jars of radium, right? Because it glows. It glows it, yeah. it, it's uh, it's one of the chemicals that will ex- will take light in and then reflect it back. It's uh, I, there's a name for it, but I can't remember what it is. Iridescent? No. Bioluminescent. Glow in the dark. Right. So they they would hand paint radium onto the faces of wat- wristwatches so that you could see the oh, okay. see the wristwatch in the dark. But they would point the brushes with their mouths oh no to get the to get the the brush the, point, the point against oh so you God. could get it really fine so they would they'd radium. dip it radium 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 point the brush in their mouth and their jaws started falling off there's apparently there's there's a lot of anecdotal stories where people would you could reach into your mouth and just pull out like a huge chunk of of like your bones and teeth and muscles and just they they would over the course of working in the factory for like a year because it's radium is highly radioactive oh, yeah it's so they just they'd ultimately just end up pulling their whole lower jaw off and then they would get fired. And the uh, yeah, the the company was like, No, 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 it's not. It's probably malnutrition, right? It's not roll the <laughs> yeah, radium are getting vitamins. Yeah, that was wow. a thing, dude. The radium girls. Fucking haunting. Oh, well, that's pulling off huge my- chunks of your face. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's not this movie. No, that's just gross. So Griffin breaks in, kills this dude, and switches the tracks. I had a question about um. The train switching
0: tracks. There's a track switcher on a bridge.
1: Yeah, well, he switches the tracks to the left, but where were those going?
0: Don't know. Because the train we see
1: crash, there's one track, and it goes across a bridge. Unless you can switch the tracks to aim into the ravine.
0: Nope, that's not a thing. But! Don't care. We well, got a cool model phone. However, off though,
1: in central, eastern, southern, <laughs> right. northern Europe,
0: it was called a suicide track. Yeah, suicide track. Just they, in case there was a bomb on the train, you had to get away before it hits. the Right. Town.
1: In case the bridge was going to blow, yes. they were like, "We'll just get them away from the bridge." It. And right. you're like, "Divert them where?" Into the ravine. And they're yes. like, "Yeah." So they don't get the bomb bridge. But it's the same. It's the same result, though. Nah. Well, we're going to work on that right. next. We Let's s-
0: not get the cart before the horse. Right, here. right.
1: Now we've solved the bomb bridge problem. Now we got to solve the train, the train flying, flying into a ravine, into a ravine problem. <laughs> it's only 1933. We don't have
0: all the bugs worked <laughs> right. out. We can only solve one problem at a time. Why are you being so negative?
1: Have you been bled lately? <laughs> you look a little full You're of blood. full of blood,
0: buddy. <laughs> You're like a big blood balloon
1: I love my note is Where was that track switch leading to <laughs> Literally nowhere The ravine Yeah cause yeah. when the train gets to the bridge You're like They seem to be doing fine And then it just like Jumps off into the Like evil Knievels Into the ravine <laughs> yeah. And you're like Did that track lead to a ramp It or? doesn't
0: make sense It's like but, a track ramp I love it
1: Yeah I love that train crash man <sighs>
0: Do you want to make a train set I do And film it Yeah I do. do you want to
1: Adam's family it
0: Yep <laughs> I'm not even fucking joking
1: <laughs> I can't just crash In trains and shit Um So Bank money Yeah we already talked About that Okay So This is like a Jack really meets Flora This is a really small note Well I'm not to Jack meets Flora yet okay. But when there Where the cops Are talking to the reporters The reporter oh, yeah. The reporter that he's Talking to Well what do you know What can you tell me That's Renfield
0: Yep I know that I'm like Dracula. Holy shit He's in it for that scene He plays yep. that character It's like
1: it. Maybe a minute but the second he opened his was mouth, like,
0: that's fucking Redfield. It's literally
1: like, "What can you tell me, master?" And they you're
0: must, like, they must be more like, oh. information."
1: So that guy mm. does that all the time. Yes, that's how he always talks. Like, oh, this will this will make an excellent front page. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Cut. You
0: can have a laugh off between Claude Rains and this guy. Oh my God, I'd pay. My- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you get Luke Skywalker in there to do his the Mark, Mark Hamill, Hamill the Mark laugh. Hamill
1: Joker laugh. My favorite laugh of yeah. all time. It's just it's peerless.
0: <laughs> um. Uh, so, question. The rest. Speaking of speaking of yeah. Dracula and and Renfield. Yeah. I have to go back because I didn't. Is there a musical score during this film?
1: Yes, there is. Okay, there is some music in this. Yes.
0: Yeah, but not. Like a whole lot, It's not lot, silent right? like
1: Dracula. Yeah. There's like opening fanfare, and then you know what though? I wasn't really there. There's definitely music because I noticed a couple times where there wasn't, and it sounded weird because it went silent. Okay. But I'm I'm now you know what now I don't know. No, I don't know. Now I'm not sure there's a score, but I think there's a score. I'm pretty sure this one's got a score.
0: Damn it! Carl, I know. Sorry. Son of a bitch. I know. <laughs> I just because, watched it this morning. I know. Well, I, immediately following watching this, I'm like.
1: Wait a second Was no, there a score? No there's a score There's a score James Whale was famous For using scores the, he, I, I, I'm 100% positive right, I'd right. bet money Because he Like there's a There was a whole segment In um, There's like a whole documentary About Bride of Frankenstein And the way that James but Whale But that's
0: Bride of Frankenstein
1: Bride of Frankenstein Is before the Invisible yeah. Man And he uses He He uses He's like He famously uses score in Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Cool. So I can't imagine that he would suddenly... It would be
0: weird, right? But it was a thought that I had. I'm like, do I remember hearing
1: score? Dracula's really, really old. Like, Dracula's yeah. way older than this.
0: They can't be any too much older because they didn't have talking pictures before the 20s. Uh, I'm
1: pretty sure that Frankenstein is like 29. The first Frankenstein movie. We can look it up. Yeah, but yeah. I'm pretty sure that Dracula is, is pre this and it's definitely not i i don't know i'm i'm I'll watch it we can when we all of these like mesh together cuz it it's on. such
0: a like a interesting time cuz of that 20 years of of universal horror pictures mm-hmm. right so the
1: the the rest of the notes that i have are all about basically all about the effects
0: yeah i mean cuz at this point it wraps up similarly to frankenstein almost exactly like it's the it's a the the mob
1: cops instead of villagers yep. and a barn instead of a, a windmill
0: yeah that's it and it's exactly the same
1: yeah they flush and, him out and frankenstein goes down in the windmill yep. but claude rains comes out of the barn and then they shoot him in the snow but like oh but i suppose we should say he does kill uh Kemp Kemp gets his ass murdered that car crash was sweet
0: when he he explains what's he what he's going to do to him yeah well, what I'm going to do, you see, is I'm going to take your parking brake off. I'm going to roll you down this so hill, dark. and then you might you might hit a, a tree or a rock. You'll and have then an, you'll, you'll you, do a somersault and you'll break your arm. You'll
1: have a bit of a thrill for about a hundred yards, yeah. and then you'll go through the fence, and probably you'll hit a large rock and roll over, perhaps breaking enough, breaking both of your arms. And then, as you get to the bottom of the ravine, most likely you break your neck. Yeah. Well, all uh, right. Goodbye. I've always said you were a. Uh, Coward and now I blah 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 And he rolls him down the hill um, But the effects right before that when Kemp gets dragged Out of the car and his scarf By his scarf
0: yeah that's pretty fucking the cool The
1: scarf looks so good and my favorite part about the scarf is It's a scarf So there's no You would see where the tie point was You, you There should be some bunched fabric yep. Where the wire is attached and there isn't Which means it's woven through the scarf that's incredible! What an attention to de- what what attention to detail in like a in a, an effects driven movie in thirty three? You kidding me? And then this is the scene where they literally pick up a hog tied man
0: and put him in and a put car. him in a car.
1: He floats up into the air and then floats into the car. Is what it looks like. The fuck, they did that. It's incredible. Sure. Yep. I have some theories, but they're probably wrong. Right. It looks so <laughs> good. And whatever, all, any of the other effects that maybe look a little goofy, that one is flawless. That dude getting getting put in the car, it it's like magic. It's pure magic. Footsteps in the snow. I can only. I don't know. I don't know.
0: And then if you figure that out, how did the, the whole body falling into the yeah, snow? Yeah, tell
1: me about that too. Um, and then I'm I'm actually gl- so there's this thing that happens in movies pre like 1969, the time lapse transformation. Oh,
0: the- right.
1: Where you 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 have an exposure. And then you expose another layer over it, and then, you, and then another yeah. layer over it. You know, like a lot of times you see it with zombie transformations, or like in the Wolfman. In the, we're gonna see this yeah. when we do Wolfman. Um, spoilers next week. We're covering <laughs> Wolfman, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, this is a cool one. Yeah, because they, he, you know, he he's run away after blowing up the train. Sorry, I eat your skin. Huh, yeah, we did. Yep, we did. Um, great line by the farmer, by the way. There's breathing in my barn.
0: I love that so much. There's breathing in my barn. There's breathing
1: in my barn. What? What? The the cops are like, I don't know what
0: that means. Yeah, they don't quite follow him at first. Uh, What?
1: Are you fucked up, or do you have someone get call the doctor? You got too much blood in you. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah. So they go, they burn the barn down, and you get the footsteps in the snow. And there's this awesome shot where the footsteps are walking towards us, and we we. We use normally when you do a reverse shot, you do it on a three-quarter, three-quarter angle. Mm -hmm. Unless I'm misremembering, the reverse is straight on because the footsteps are walking straight towards us, and we cut to. I might be misremembering, but we cut to the cop, and he's basically aiming the revolver straight at us. I think so. Which puts like that creates so much visual conflict because now you have two shots that are like diametrically opposed to each other. Maybe And if I If I'm wrong And I remake right, this movie I will like do this that shot this. Right okay. Yeah yeah So he shoots He shoots uh, uh, Griffin And that's where we get the t- it, The footsteps stop And kind of totter And then like A body shape it's Like just amazing. sinks into the snow And you're like What, what am I watching <laughs> <laughs> Did this witchcraft.
0: This is witchcraft. Do you
1: guys do witch. This is 33. You guys
0: did witchcraft here. I had to be because you didn't invent anything.
1: Well, they accidentally killed that one cop, and James Whale was like, Jesus. "Quick, dedicate him to Satan, so we can get some cool effects later."
0: Dedicate him to Satan.
1: Uh, can we get some candles from the set of uh, uh, <laughs> <dedicated> Black Men? To-
0: <laughs> This death dedicated to Satan.
1: Yeah, whale whale pricks his finger and makes a cross this far (laughs) and he goes, I dedicate this death. Oh, I'm sorry. I dedicate this death to Satan. Okay, moving on. Next setup. I guess we got that. What was that about whale? Oh, don't worry. I was hoping something like this would happen because I've got some effects later on that I have no fucking clue how we're going to (laughs) do them.
0: But now the devil's on our side. (laughs) Oh my God. That explains it.
1: (laughs) Can you imagine like a studio note meeting with (laughs) Satan just chilling? He's like, I was thinking I would create... Or the shape of a body in the snow. Listen, Lucifer, we, <laughs> love what you, we love your energy. Lucy. Can <laughs> I call you Lucy? Can I call you Lucy? <laughs> Listen, baby, I love your energy. <laughs> I love that you're excited about what we're excited about. Now, well, my girlfriend had this idea. What if, there, were, instead of a body in the snow, we made it a comedy about clowns? All of you are damned
0: to <laughs> <Right>. die. <laughs> Here's a preview of your eternal <laughs> peril. <parent. laughs> Terrible. You will
1: only be right. able to make shitty stuff <laughs>
0: right? forevermore. And Poopy that's how it. Yeah,
1: everything was great till 33, and then yep. sa- Satan had to talk to a fucking yeah, producer. One
0: pitch talk, one um, fucking producer, and you ruin it for the rest of us. Thanks, asshole. He lives
1: a long time for getting sh- And also, how do you get Lucifer? shot?
0: No, no, no. I'm kidding. Griffin.
1: Uh, yeah, Lucy's still with us. Lucy's still doing good. How does Claude. How, how does one bullet penetrate both lungs? Unless it bounces off like his ribs, maybe. I guess it's possible. It's possible. I mean, we got JFK, so. How does he survive for like a long time shot through both lungs? Oh, yeah, second shooter on the grassy knoll. That's what it was. (laughs) Yep. I'm going to watch that footage again in slow motion, and I'll be like, you'll notice there is a second muzzle flare back (laughs) and to the left. Here's another. Back. To the the left of the barn. Back and to the left. Of, of the, the barn. barn. <laughs> Everyone's like, that's just a this
0: is a flat you rel- would have to go in through his back, turn around, make a ninety degree, stop in time for three seconds, come then, back into the and Colonel Mustard is with the wrench in the study. With, with, the, BAR, with the B A R with the infrared, exactly infrared scope on it. No
1: um yeah, but my other question is, and it's not a big issue, obviously. Look, this mm-hmm. movie is delightful. Yes. I love this movie. This is this is now in my forever pantheon. Movie, of, uh, but uh, how did the doctor work on him? Because he's, he's invisible, you see.
0: And how he just assumes that once he perishes, the invisibility serum will wear off. No one's seen this shit before. I have a theory. In the, oh, telling me.
1: So he's been shot, right? Yeah. So there's a wound in him, right? So, yep. So his blood would still be invisible. The bullet would be visible, though. Unless the blood. Okay, so if his body's keeping the formula alive, when his, I don't know how long blood can survive, like outside the body, mm-hmm. but maybe after a while the blood, oh, the started, blood starts, starts to appear to on the visible. show. Actually, have you ever read League of Extraordinary Gentlemen Volume 2? No, I swear I, I, w- no. I won't derail us, but the invisible man is murdered. And, um, the the way they do it, Dr. Jekyll kills him. It's really horrible. And I don't want to talk about it on this Fair episode yeah, because yeah. this episode has like been fairly light. But the murder's really brutal. So Dr. or Mr. Hyde is sitting at a table eating dinner. And Alan Quatermain and uh, Nemo come in, if I'm remembering correctly, and they're like, hey, where's uh where's Griffin? The invisible man. And he goes, Oh, Griffin, I had to have a talk with him earlier. And as he's eating, he's there's this big white tablecloth in front of him. And as he's eating, you start to see blood
0: appear on the tablecloth panel to
1: panel to panel to panel and it starts appearing all over his body and all over his face So
0: as it leaves his invisible thing it it
1: it soaks through and he goes he goes oh yes uh griffin he's in the next room based on the blood i would assume he died just now wow it's fucked but i think alan moore's right like when griffin I think as Griffin's tissues die The drug they in those dead more, tissues right. Yeah so like a, a wound You'd be able to see like this damaged Flesh is dead around the bullet hole so That's how he
0: makes the conclusion that Well when he dies obviously Yeah he's he like
1: I can see the gunshot this flesh is Dead Right. you know I was able to bandage The wound but I can't get in there cause that's all still living Flesh maybe he saw maybe he's Starting to see blood maybe he's the wound is starting yeah. To spread all
0: we see is His head
1: right at the end right at the end all we, yeah cuz he's he's bundled he's bundled up we see his hands too but he's in like uh, like hospital pajamas right. um Man, that time lapse flesh reveal—it hmm. starts with a skull.
0: Yeah, it's really fucking cool, man.
1: It's super scary. It's—it's yeah. <laughs> it's like is like skeleton few because you kind of expect like he'll fade in and it'll be his face, but it's skull, they give and then us it's a
0: skeleton, and, and then, 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 then they do
1: like flesh over very mild because they can't be too gory, but they do that l- light flesh and then skin, yeah. and then the hair, and then it's very young Claude Rains because we just did Phantom and of the Opera, not, also Claude Rains. He's
0: dead. So the only time your lead actor is ever visible is for the last 30 seconds and he is dead. Dead, Yeah. It's incredible.
1: Yeah. On it and then credits and we're out and the credits are super short because it's 33 and they don't right. care about the, cat, <laughs> the crew.
0: Give, nope. They're like, fuck the, the crew. It's yep. the
1: director and like the 10 out of 100 people
0: in the exactly. movie. Exactly. No shit.
1: <laughs> I love it. Yep. I absolutely love it. But uh, yeah, man. So that's 1933 is the invisible man. Huge fan huge fan i I love it i love that we're doing these these universal movies because i've been consistently surprised by how good they are the only i mean because i've i've in my own time i will admit i've watched dracula frankenstein and bride of frankenstein oh yeah because i've got them yes but of the ones we've watched for the show so far like creature from the black lagoon like blew my mind
0: and and invisible man me as well we didn't quite enjoy so much the Phantom of the Opera but I liked Phantom fine I liked it's that a little, it exists and that it's, it's in this yeah. whole genre yeah of,
1: I'd never seen it before I wanted to watch it but you know it's the weakest of the Universal movies but now I've this month I've watched five I've watched incredible. I've watched Invisible Man uh, Creature from the Black Lagoon Bride of Frankenstein Frankenstein and Dracula and like Dude, those, I mean, Phantom of the Opera's fine, but those other ones are like fucking masterpieces. And I've man, yeah. seen, seen—we're the next one we're going to watch, I have Wolf seen, man. yeah, I've seen it many yeah. times. It's also a masterpiece. It's incredible. Yeah. Like the consistency, the fact that there's a group of movies, all monster movies made by the same production company within a span of about maybe 20 years. Right that's and they're all they are all of such quality that is phenomenal
0: makes me smile
1: yeah i i feel like in the future there will be like 20 years from now there's going to be a movie pack like the universal monsters and it's going to be called like uh it'll be like a collector's deluxe edition box set and it'll be A24 2005 to 2015 yep. <laughs> and it'll just be A24's films that we're we're seeing this in horror A again.
0: resurgence of the the classic, more intelligent, uh, p-
1: powerfully made, well, yeah. e- well executed, smart. Yeah, you know, like masterpieces. These are masterpiece movies, man. It Invisible won't be man, man.
0: Four, the Invisible Man. Marvel Phase Four. No, I'm done.
1: I'm so fucking sick of world building. I don't give a shit anymore. If I go and sit down and watch a movie, I don't want you to be like, well, this. So this movie's it's pretty good, but really this is the setup for a, a crossover movie,
0: and you've got to watch no fifteen I'm, movies to get the big, yeah Flash.
1: yeah. I'll watch a TV show if I if I give a shit about what came before. And I'll after. watch
0: some Arrowverse shit. I'll watch Arrow and the Flash and be done. Fine.
1: The reason the, the when I checked out was when I realized that the individual movies that I because I don't watch Marvel movies anymore, man. Mm-hmm. I still haven't seen the newest one, whatever it was called, Infinity War, Endgame, M game. I haven't seen that, and here's why. 'Cause I went and sat down and watched I think it's Thor two. It's the second the Thor dark movie. World, the yeah. Dark World. And you realize that this is
0: The f- filler movie. It's
1: filler. Yeah. They need to set up some pawn they need to set some pieces on the board so they can play with them in a big crossover event that's a year down the pipe. Why did I pay twenty fucking dollars to watch that? I don't give a shit about world yeah. building. I want to watch a movie, man. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't. If I watch, if I'd see, if we'd watched Hereditary, and Hereditary was secretly a movie that was about a crossover between that and The Witch and Get Out, and then they were gonna, I mean, right. I mean, with those people playing, I might, I might be in. But like, I, I don't want to watch. But it that
0: movie stands on its own, though.
1: Right. I want to see the picture. I don't want to go watch a puzzle piece for twenty four dollars. I don't have that kind of fucking money.
0: And wait a and fucking time. decade for it all to come in. Yeah, yeah. like.
1: Well, this movie's okay, but it's setting. You gotta know this stuff for the next movie. I'm like, I'm not gonna watch two hours of mediocrity so you can get some pawns on the board. No, no, I don't want the dark universe. I want
0: neither do I. I want make a Wolfman movie then.
1: Make me yes, make me a Wolfman movie, and it doesn't tie into anything, and there's no sequel. You just made the. I mean, they tried to do that and it sucked. It had Anthony Hopkins in it. Um, But like, but I mean dude, Guillermo del Toro was going to remake The Creature from the Black Lagoon. And then they're like, but well, we're going to make yes, it an, saying, it's yeah. an adventure film. And he's like, oh, nope, never mind.
0: Would, not make that movie then. I'll
1: just go do my thing. And then he made Shape of Water and Shape of Water is the remake of Black, Creature from the Black Lagoon that we want. I don't want to see, you know, like, who, who would they get? It wouldn't be Tom Cruise. It'd be... Like Sylvester Stallone Bro. Is the creature um, the <laughs> now, Who's who's their darling right now? I mean Brad Pitt's Making a huge resurgence And I love Brad Pitt That's not a criticism Of Brad Pitt But like It would be like Brad Pitt is the creature From the Black Lagoon And he'd be all sleek And lean And probably carry a gun I don't right. fucking Who know fucking like,
0: knows, But stupid Yeah yeah. I don't want that I yeah. want
1: the elegiac poem That ends in tragedy Like yep. so many of these movies do I love I love these movies So much Carl Sorry about the mini rant But like this No I'm movies, right there I'm,
0: w- I'm with you there are 1,010 man yeah classic Absolutely. classic
1: filmmaking can definitely illustrate some of the deficiencies sure. of modern filmmaking but yeah these huh. are these are great Going back
0: and looking what was uh, uh, f- for a, as a lens through which to right look and at. and yeah. there are Weird. lots of
1: amazing modern movies too I'm just saying like I think the the, the main the big studio quality ah, is that's
0: been a thing now for how much of that 30 years
1: we still got we have a tiny amount of time yeah. and let's pick into this a little because I'm curious how mu- now? I'm always quick to jump on Hollywood, and I shouldn't. Yeah, because a lot of times, Hollywood shows us what we want to see. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. How much of the decline of of the the art that goes into films? How much of the decline from art into spectacle mm-hmm. is because that's what the the viewing public? That's exactly demands. what it
0: is. I mean, I. I will continue to watch the puzzle pieces because,
1: and that's cool. I yeah, don't mean no, to shit on No, 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 something no, no, no not at all. But yeah.
0: I, but I also I get I get that it's like I because it's for two hours. I get to we'll just go oh, look at this. This is fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. And then it's like my nerdy brain's like, oh my gosh! And the next one's gonna be uh, As Guardians of the Galaxy, and then I get all nerdy and get a half boner because we're talking about battleships again. And, right. And I love I think, love
1: Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it's a great. Yeah. Movie. I think
0: I think the the a lot of times people, well it's a big stupid movie people must be not as intelligent as they were or not want I think I think that might be a little unfair it's just sometimes you don't want to have to think about a thing right and I think movies existing as a, as a form of art even the stupid ones where it's, it's, you just want to like just unplug for two hours Every Transformers and just, like,
1: movie has made money
0: Absolutely And, and every time a, a new one comes out
1: Like I'm sure your friends are the same way mine mm-hmm. are Like everyone I know When a new Transformers movie is announced We're like oh great job Hollywood Make another Transformers movie Fucking Decepticons and blah 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 right. And I can't even tell what the fights are happening But those movies all make their money back yep. And And millions of dollars more People go out to see the Transformers movies in droves. Because
0: it is spectacle. We don't have, I don't know. I mean, it's... Avatar? Let me say... Yeah. Avatar,
1: (laughs) highest grossing movie of all time.
0: Well not anymore What's the new one I think know? Endgame now. Endgame beat yeah. it
1: So when Avatar was at it's peak I saw that movie like five, six, seven times And this is my like I am not I'm not putting myself above The, the viewing public sure. I am the viewing public I only oh, yeah. saw Avatar like 6, 7 times In 3D on In IMAX Every time On the stadium Yeah of course Hell yeah. yeah That's just a That is just A retelling of Pocahontas That's all that is Yeah The world Did they
0: change the names of the
1: yeah, they did. Yeah, he's Captain John Smythe. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, I was gonna and say he's a John
0: Smythe. It's a John Smythe. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: But no, that's just a sci-fi retelling of Pocahontas. The story. Look, the, 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 uh, the like. It's it's that like the dirt under my fingernails. It's that it's the the cool rich details of the world right. that make the movie so cool. But the plot is like very kind of Very simple. It's,
0: it's it's exploring Pandora is what you care about.
1: Right. That's that's what it is. It's that movie is spectacle. And dude, I like I like Avatar a lot. Mm-hmm. I love Avatar. Avatar is a great movie, a, a very enjoyable movie. But at its core, it's it's kind of simple.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, I think James Cameron's most nuanced film was his least successful, The Abyss.
0: Yeah, but I was gonna say The Abyss. Yeah.
1: Um, which is funny because The Abyss is only not. It's only his least successful in reference to Titanic, Titanic and, Avatar. and Avatar. It still which was are a huge movie. Movies, yeah, yeah. But I don't know. I, I've been thinking about this a lot lately because. Because of what we've been watching, you know, mm-hmm. the universal monster movies. We've watched a lot of shit this year. Yeah, we have. But, like, th- these universal movies are so well executed, and and I love it. It just
0: makes you appreciate, like, sometimes I want to drink a nice, like, I don't know, Beaujolais or something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I want to drink Barefoot Merlot. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I only got $8 and I want to get drunk. I see what you're saying. And sometimes <laughs> I want to sip the Lagavulin. There's spot. Yeah. There's
1: there is a place for all of it. Yep. There's a place so. for all of it. And you know, Bill I. Bill
0: Pullman, Barkhart has room for Dick Kuyper and 25-year-old and Scott. I don't even have alike. a
1: complaint because
0: the independent
1: companies that are making movies right now. They're are, making it happen. They're making it happen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the, yeah,
0: the 24s and the-, the
1: new Universal, the new, the new. Films of quality, the, the new like really rockin' flicks are coming from independent producers. Yep, but they're still coming. Yep. They're, yep, they're still there. So, uh, look, I love this movie, and can, I love we can I love have the our cake and we eat it too. Totally, with
0: the movies now. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. Do you have Sweet. anything else? I'm done. I don't, man. I'm all right. Excited. Well, let's
1: let's thank our patrons like in warp speed, like we've been all doing right. lately.
0: I'll start off with a, thank you very much, Casey Shibe. Thank you very much, John Shibe. Connor Sweeney, always a pleasure to have you around, buddy. Katie Clark, Danielle Pelshaw, Kelly and Mike Wagner, David Rowney,
1: Brian Jackson,
0: William Rockwood.
1: Here, I'll do the music. Sisters. Thank you all so much. That's kind of what our last band practice sounded like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it on Patreon. Oh, boy.
1: All right, so yeah, like I said earlier in the show, if you head to patreon.com slash Q-U-I-L-L-A-N-D-F-I-L-M, you can get full-length bonus episodes, and there's a lot of them. We got like... <laughs> like
0: 50 over episodes 50, man. 60 now, yeah. We got a
1: shitload of episodes you can, you can go listen to over there um, If you just kick us a little bit Of money each month you can get shout outs Five dollars is
0: all That's the entry level for all that special extra stuff yeah,
1: so. we, we do a minimum of two episodes per month Sometimes more sometimes like Last Christmas we do tw- 20 episodes A month so uh, that's a lot. <laughs> If you want to drop us a line it's measuringflexpodcast At gmail.com thank you all so much for listening And we hope you're enjoying the Universal movies as much as we do We're wrapping up the Universal month next Ooh. week With The Wolfman.